everybody. Welcome back to episode 10 of Gamers vs. The System. This is exciting, and for this special episode, we finally got on my brother Mike. Brother, Hi. introduce yourself. Oh, okay, there you go. <laughs> Hi, my name is Mike. I'm a Muay Thai man, longtime friend of Corey, avid video game player. So he fits right into the whole thing. And uh, yeah, so this last week was a shit show. As you as you know, we did the whole thing. We were but we got to make we made a good day out of it. We played Baldur's Gate. I uh, can't wait to do that again. And uh, you know, just for right now though, we finally we finally got the recording shit all set up, and now we're able well, to actually do this. And this is fucking awesome. Let's do it again, but without any like weird mechanical failures. <laughs> yeah, totally, totally. Let's let's do that conversation again, minus the Baldur's Gate, because you know I know you got shit you got to do after this, but it's all right. We could make this a good podcast still. There's so, always time for more boulders. Right? Always time. We were playing Baldur's Gate 2 for everybody and that was just a... It's just a better game than 1, I feel. Like, I don't Heads know. up like, for anyone that cares about fashion. If you're gonna play a necromancer, chest is always out for some reason. Yeah. For some reason, that, that they're just... Uh, costume choices, you know, that's a, another thing because it was still PlayStation 2 era. No one was really doing the whole... I mean, unless you want to talk about that full plate mail that you got in the in Baldur's Gate 1, they did it right in that game. But now we're just deep diving into too much nerd shit. So it's all right. We're going to have plenty of time for that nerd shit as, the, uh, as we progress through the podcast, as, as everyone knows. Um, Mike, uh, what do you got going on uh, this week? Do you got, or what, or how's, how, how have you been since last week? Let's just put it like that. <laughs> oh, can't complain, man. Normal life, uh, training, playing some games. Going through Fallout and everything again, reliving that, and uh, that's good. Just, you know, just life, man. Mostly training. <laughs> hey, train is good. You got that fight coming, which we'll talk about later on in the story, and we'll talk about Fallout for the game. But um, besides Definitely. that, you just you just kind of that's it. Just hanging out, being you. Yeah, nothing too special. Uh, trying my hand at art-related things. You know, really trying to put something out there, but struggling. But you know, we're trying. There you go. What kind of art? Uh, just trying to draw. For some reason, I've had this goddamn obsession with drawing an Oni face. And I could get the lower jaw, but the upper head, I just make some weird semicircle. And it's, uh, you know, it's peeving me. Oh, okay. Well, I think you'll get it. You got yeah. a lot of... So how are you doing? You got just doing pencil work? Or are you going to try to, like, uh... Pencil? Some, like, stuff with... Stuff with charcoal, because it's easy to hide mistakes when you just cover everything in charcoal. Hey, there you go. <laughs> so I figure it's a nice beginning start. Well, that's dope. Yeah, well, like I've, you know me, man. I, I can't. Like the best I could do is draw a fucking stick figure. That's but, where I'm at. But I was like, you know what? Let's give it a shot. I've got to have something, some other side hobby. Right. If I just had a steadier hand, <laughs> I think I might be able to do it. But hey, we'll see. Who knows? I got a lot of, I got a lot of time left on the books. I might be able hey, to man. pick something up like that. Pop some Adderall, you might have the perfect drawing in like eight hours. Oh, there you go. Just really fucking fun. Sometimes I feel like I need that for when I do this fucking recording and or like the editing part, because I just like, I'll do I'll do like you know one episode or like half, and I'm like okay, time to take a break, and I just, <laughs> yep. I'm just I need to focus more. But that's you what I'm working on. I'm working. To on To be that. fair, my doctor told me I need it every day. <laughs> oh, okay. So, <laughs> I'm feeling all right about myself. Yeah, you're fine. There you go. ADHD's a son of a bitch. That it is. And I've just been raw dogging it, so look at that. Same. So, anywho, with that, uh, for me, uh, I got nothing much good. Just, uh, work. I got, this is a big week for me. It's, it's, it's totally swamped. Um, I have to work do a lot type of shit. Stuff? Uh, not so much work type stuff. 
A lot of personal type stuff that I had. Nah. I, doctor's appointments. I got. To, I had to do stuff. To, I had to pick up my suit from the tailor. I had to get my oh, hair cut. The return to... of suit Corey back. Uh, yeah, that's the suit return. Just, just for Marissa's wedding that's coming that's up. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah, the wedding that's that's gonna be this weekend. And then after that, I got the rent fair, so I got to worry about getting the costume all set up for that. So it's quick aside for anyone if this hasn't been brought up yet. I don't know if it has, but this man used to only wear three piece suits. <laughs> Not three piece. I mean, some they were part of the repertoire. Sometimes. But... His dress down was me coming to his house at like 9.30 after training and seeing him <laughs> maybe, maybe in dress pants, a wife beater, tie still on. <laughs> yeah, that's... And that was incredibly dressed down. Most of the time it'd be 9.30. He'd still have like a suit jacket on. <laughs> yeah, you know, so you, you got to dress for the job you wanted, not for the job that uh, you had, right? That was the whole thing that I was in college for, but. What do you, I wipe ass now, so none of that fucking came through. So, <laughs> fuck it. But you know, just gotta, if, bro. It fits nice. I, I fucking put it on when I was at the tailor, and I was like, oh wow, I feel like my old self again. Nice. I'm assuming all black. Uh, no, no, uh, not for a wedding. It's it's like a it's kind of like a weird because you know blue and gray are like the two like suits that like everyone should have at least. Yep. Uh, I was always taught, and so this is like a nice kind of blend of both. It's like a bluish gray. Ooh. I could almost describe it as like, uh, you know, like those Cadillacs that have like that weird fucking gr- blue, blue, gray paint job to them. Like it's kind of close to that. So, OK, I yeah, dig I'm, it. Yeah, I'm happy with it. And I got a, a nice shirt to go along with. it. I just, you know, it's, it's you know, me suiting up. I, I get so excited. And of course, cowboy booting it, baby. I got to do it. It's no other way. Boots and suits. No other way. No other way. So that's that. So uh, without any further ado, uh, let's get on to our first roll of the podcast where we do our community D20, where you folks could hopefully send us in some uh, cool options for us to, to work with here because, you know, we, we try to just replace them every week. But if you could give us some suggestions, folks, that'd be great. So we're going to throw the die now and see what we got. I got the spreadsheet out in front of us. Oh, and if anyone isn't aware, like, Seti is doing Seti things because he's trying to build his empire. So, it's okay. He's doing what he's got to do. Uh, oh, ahead. okay. This is, um... All right. Was it... we, got, we got ten. It is the perfect partner slash relationship. So, I guess it's, like, describe your perfect... Well, I, mean, I know you're in one right now. Yeah, I'm, like, five years deep right now, so... <laughs> I mean, like, hey, if it's if you're five years in, that you're doing something right. Yeah, right. Um, it's going to be a really simple answer, but it's just uh, compatibility, even if you have differences. Like no, that, uh, that my, myself and Carrie, you know, others don't, but completely different people. Very nice lady, very compassionate music person. I just like to hit things, and I'm ADHD off the walls. So if that bounces <laughs> off each other but still melts, good shit. Well, no, you you do have that compassion side to you. At least you've never been an asshole to me. You've always, like, whenever something's going on, you're always there to help out. So, like, you do have that compassion side. You do have the music side. You know, we've, we've jammed out and just so many fucking... Oh, uh, this brain is a compartment of lyrics. You have no oh, idea. Oh, yeah. That and remixes that you fucking used to do. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, fun fact for everybody, I've known Mike probably for like one of the like the longest people I've known in my entire life. We used to kick each other's ass when we were doing Tank Shido back in the day, and then he would still kick my ass, but he would come 
visit my house after training. And we <laughs> Move the furniture. I got to show you something. Yeah, and that that would be a thing. And uh, so yeah, we just been kicking on each other for uh, I would say probably what now over sixteen, seventeen years. Yeah, we're just getting up there now. Jesus. I think I've known Matt for sixteen, and I've known you a year or two longer. Oh wow, so that's like yeah, seventeen years then going yeah. on there. Jesus. Yeah, because we even we even ended up going to the same high school, and I remember you walking in your freshman year, and be like, "What the fuck are you doing in my school, boy?" <laughs> like, <laughs> learning. Those are actually good not really. <laughs> yeah, no, not not our class, definitely. That's for sure, or not in our high school. That's why it's closed now, baby. Look at that. <laughs> the education really came through. But right. yeah, back to the question. Um, I think it really is just being able to understand that each other is different, not forcing people to change in any way or be like, oh, I want this person to be like that. Oh, I want to be like that. If things are going to meld, they're just going to kind of work. You got to accept that people are different, that people want different things. You got to do some shit you don't want to do, so they're going to do some shit they don't want to do. It's a give and take. People say the 50-50 shit, but it's it's 100-100, 100%. And that's a and I I love that right there. hundred. It's not fifty fifty. It's a hundred or hundred. Definitely yeah. sure. You but. give fifty, you're giving half ass effort. Yeah, and I just uh, I mean you know me. I've I've had my fair share of rocky relationship, but um, oh, you uh, know me for, too. <laughs> for the most part, though, I I what you're saying is true. Like you gotta you gotta definitely be aware. At least for for me, I need to be aware that they're not me. You yeah, know, it's it's so easy like to just like. it's so easy to just project that or just even they're not gonna think how you think they're not gonna you know they're not gonna understand what you're what you know they're not always gonna pick up what you're putting down you know and that's yeah. not and that's not any fault to them no it's and just, I think you know, even thinking that way like hey they might not like this is it's like it's it's a good train of thought it's not just like let me put this movie on because I like it it's like oh fuck am I gonna make them sit through two hours or something they don't want to like like maybe we'll find something in between. Yeah, but like gotta, for uh, everything, you gotta find that yeah. So yeah. Don't do it like uh George Lucas did though, because there's no balance in that shit. Yeah. No. Wait. What did George Lucas do? He unbalanced. Well, Disney. He sold it to Disney. To oh, oh, got it. I thought, you were talking, I thought you were talking about like, like some crazy divorce. Oh yeah, George like, Lucas. What the fuck? Straight up pulled a lightsaber on his wife, dude. It was crazy. Oh damn. What was he trying to like uh, make a fucking that like that blacksmith from Game of Thrones when he found oh, Valerian Steel? Fucking... Yeah, that's the guy, right? <laughs> See, I know my lore a little bit. I didn't read the books, but I know my fucking lore. Actually, you know what book I did read? I did read a whole lore book that he put out. George? Yeah, he put out oh, like okay. a, you know back when because he's not wait Martin or Lucas. Lucas or no okay. uh, Martin. Martin. Okay, I got confused there for a second. Yeah, my <laughs> bad. George's... My bad. Right? Oh, gee, I didn't even think of that. But yeah, no, I I did read a whole lore book that he put out, but I did not read a um any of the Song of Ice and Fire books. Which... Oh, dude, I'm so burnt out on anything that's a series because I think three now, almost four with Berserk, got ended permanently. Oh, Our, damn. I just know they're not going to get finished. King Killer's Chronicles, that's not going to get finished. Song of Ice and Fire is not going to get finished. Vagabond, the artist died. And then... It was almost berserk with Kentaro, but thank God his friend busted down the doors and was like, if you don't let me finish, I'll fucking kill you guys. <laughs> yeah, thank God for that. 
So no yeah, more series, you... no more long series for me. Hey, you know, sometimes you, you gotta, like, I, I took a break from a lot of shit like that, too. Like, I, I can't. Like, I, I want to, but I'm just like, oh, God, I can't do it. Yeah, give me, like, two books max, maybe a 26-episode season or something, and I'm all set. I just started rewatching a show because, like, I'm like, I, I just, I don't want to, and I know this is bad, like, I'm trying to give things a new shot, but every once in a while, though, guys, I gotta have that, like, alright, give me something that I know I'm gonna like. It's like when I, I did this whole thing with whiskey, where I would try to ex- explore and see if I want this bottle, see if I want that, you know, what kind of profiles I'm gonna like. But sometimes it's like if I know what I want to drink, I just want to drink that. So I, yep. I do this. I did the same approach with with my consumption of media. So uh, True Detective season one, boom! I was like, I know I'm gonna love it because it's McConaughey and Harrelson just kicking ass in every scene. So I'm like, all right, put it on. Yeah, my my hard reset for media is always either Cowboy Bebop or Samurai Champloo. Oh yeah, that's that's a that's a pretty good question. I sh- that's I'm gonna actually make that part of the good shit, bro. You're Boom! You're welcome. <laughs> what is yeah. your hard reset? That's that's a good one. If I'm just tired of everything, I can't watch this, can't listen to this. I just throw on an episode of Shampoo and just jam to some new job is, or I just listen to Spike speak. Will be the smoothest motherfucker on the planet. Mm, there you go. It is in. Thank you, sir. But yeah, no, like even fucking just I, I talked to you like or about like how I got, you know, well, am I gonna like some sort of stuff? And bro, like I fucking love Samurai Shampoo. Like it was... it's, it's a magical series. Coincidentally, the same man who made Shampoo was the same person who made Bebop was the same person who made Space Dandy. Oh damn! So a lot of people that worked on each one of them had something to do with the other. So. Well, shit. <laughs> I didn't know that at all. And, and the music. The music's the biggest helper of all of them. Like, yeah. Cowboy Bebop, you got beautiful fucking jazz bopping the whole time. Shampoo, you got New Job Is. I mean, if you don't know who New Job Is is, just look up some of his music. It's incredible. If you want just good chill, chill vibes and just New Job Is is what the place to go. The progenerator of lo-fi oh I, yeah I, I give him that title too cause yeah, what what year was he doing that cause I know that's like a it's not a reason I know Samurai Shemp was not a recent show so no. it was like what like 90 like late 90s or no I think it was thousands 2000s 2010s but I mean job is I mean he released his biggest songs Feather and Love Sick around 2005 okay and I think I didn't he pass? Yeah. Oh, yep. Rest Unfortunate in peace car accident. Damn. Yep. Always, always car accidents. Right or airplanes? Car accidents or airplanes? Yeah. Fuck that. I'm not going to Navy. <laughs> <laughs> fuck them missiles in the sky. <laughs> I ain't doing that shit. I went to Portugal and it was just eight, like eight hours of oh god, please land, please land, please land. Yeah, you know me. I'd rather I'd rather do a road trip. I'd rather do it. It's just... Oh, me too. If they build a bridge hassle. across the water, I'm gone. Right? I, I would even hop on a boat, even though, like, I hate sharks. But if I could sit in my car on the boat, I'll even feel better. Like, <laughs> <laughs> No, don't worry. I'll, I'll just be stuck in here. It's me and the bug. Right? It'll be that, and I'll just be loaded to the nines just in case there's a fucking shark that I see. I'll just fucking light his ass up. That was a 
one of the scariest experiences of my life was not the parasailing, but I had went parasailing with an ex-girlfriend at the time, and they kind of like strap a person to you like a baby, and they just let you go off the boat, and you're ah, you're flying up in the air. And the guy from the boat goes, all right, we're going to reel you in. You have the option. We can land you in the boat or we can land you in the water. And I'm getting ready to scream, put my ass in the boat, please. And before I could get that out, my girlfriend at the time just goes, land us in the water. And like, we land in the water you. about 200 yards away from the boat. And they're just slowly cranking us in. And I just felt like bait on a line. Yeah, And I it was the like scariest experience of my life. I couldn't see any, like, land. In all four directions. I'm just in the middle of the fucking ocean, being slowly cranked in. And the whole time I was like, I'm gonna kill this bitch. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why you're no longer dating. <laughs> Pretty much. And that's and that's how I did not meet your mother, folks. Jesus Christ. Yeah, no. Do uh, you know my scary ass experience? Like, it just any any fucking anytime I would have to go to like the beach for like a vacation thing, Shark Week would be on. So already. <laughs> I would not have a good, like, alright, I'm not going to that fucking water. And then, what's it called? I had... Yeah, because it's, it's not my home. You know, that's not my turf. If, if they're on land, you know, it's like, alright, fuck it. Like, I got my fist, I got my feet, I get, you know, I got a, a gun, I got fight. a sword. You know, yeah, it's... it's I got something. But where it's like, they, they can see, they can move faster. They, you know, it's like, I am so fucking just not equipped to handle a shark in its home turf. You gotta and, be like that one Australian dad that just pulled the shark out of the water and punched it. You know, that once once the shark's in the boat, might be a different story. Be like, all right, bitch, you ain't so fucking tough. But like, in the water, yeah, I'm the bitch. I'm definitely in the bitch. And then I told you that story when I was in GameStop, right? They had the, the VR set. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I'll tell the folks here. Uh, they were doing this VR set thing at GameStop when I was going in there one day. And I, I I forgot what I was doing. I was picking up something. This this was like years and years back, before uh, VR was even like a big thing. So they were just having this display out, and I was like, "All right, cool. Let me sit down and check it out." And you know, so the guy was like, "All right, cool. We're gonna put you in this uh in, in the in the tank." And I was like, "Yeah, uh, I don't want to see the sharks. There's not gonna be any sharks in there." Right? He's like, "No, you're not gonna worry about it. Fucking lying assholes. I should have fucking <laughs> figured that out. I'm just too trusting. I'm just too fucking trusting." So, yeah, I put the headset on, I put the fucking headphones on, and just, you know, I'm like, wow, this is actually pretty cool, because wherever I looked is where the person looked, and I'm like, oh, look at where this is going, oh, awesome, and then, you know, the the cage just got lower and lower into the water, and then I see the shark, and I'm like, all right, pull me up, I'm done, like, <laughs> I'm you done, fucking I'm lying done. assholes, this is, this is not fun, and... So it, it doesn't, you know, it doesn't stop there. Unfortunately, the they they start bringing you up in the in the in the cage, and the cage like snaps, and the the, the, the like plummets to the bottom of the ocean. Where they really um, fucked with you. <laughs> yeah, so we're a plummets to the bottom, and then like the cage door is fucked, and then you see the shark coming around trying to open. And I'm just and I'm screaming. I'm like, listen, if you don't fucking pull me off this, I'm gonna break this goddamn headset. So like, it's like was, Neo hooked to his chair in the Matrix and he's just shaking around when he's getting hit. Yeah, I wasn't having a fun time. It was definitely not. Uh, I would. That's a zero out of ten experience for me for VR. So like, I'm not not gonna do that. Maybe that's the reason why I don't. But however, what is it? There are some cool VR games that I uh, I got to play later on down the line. So you know, I played a chivalry esque game where it's like you know night combat. Oh, that was pretty cool. You just got to like grab a long sword or something and just 
ting 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 kind of mountain blade type thing. Okay. Which also looks hella fun because you just pull out like a lightsaber, then like a fucking Glock, and just fight <laughs> waves of people. <laughs> All right. I've seen people just mid sword fight just reach down, pull the Glock. <laughs> yeah, I think I've seen a couple of uh, reels like that or some shit or shorts, whatever the hell. And uh, I mean, like, well, I just don't know, like, you know me, I'm such a uh, a non like a fucking luddite that me editing this podcast is a fucking miracle of God. But, like, I don't even know, like, the requirements I'm going to need for certain system stuff. And I'm just so I, I kind of just gloss over. I'm like, all right, I don't need that shit in my life. Yeah, that's what that part of me has been, like, real background. Like, ah, you know, forget this whole console war stuff. Let's just finally build a PC. Then I start looking at it, and I'm like, man, I don't understand anything people are telling me. And I know they're explaining it like they're f I'm a five-year-old, and I still don't get it. <laughs> Well, you need you. this graphics card and this process. I'm like, uh, I'll pay you if you want to do it. Right? But I, you know what? If I actually did, though, because I'm, you know me, I'm, I'm trying to be better. So I think, like, I think if I really, just like drawing, if I was to really set my mind to it, like I did with this fucking podcast, I think I might be able to figure out how to put together something. Like, when I was trying to do gun shit, like, when I was trying to do the gunsmithing thing, like, that was... That was a journey in itself, where I was like, I don't know what the fuck. Like, just hoping I don't fucking blow my head off trying to fix this shit up. And I was like, oh, okay, wow, this is actually easier than I thought. And so, yeah. but you know, I gotta have that. You gotta have that passion to begin with. You know, like you gotta have that. The, the reason why, and I'm just ADHD. You know, I just like you. Like, I just need to have a million fucking hobbies for some. Honestly, reason. though, that's the thing. It's just like I'll start doing one thing, and I'm like. Well, that looks interesting. Let me put all my time and effort into that for a day. Oh, wait, that's interesting. Let's that get all my time and effort for the day. Right. But I, there are some things that I got to stick to that I definitely, like, the whole, every, everyone's, you know, laughing at me because I'm this scrawny little dude trying to do the night fight and shit, but I want to do it, so I'm going to fucking do it. Hey, it's man, what happen. better way to put on muscle than wearing armor? <laughs> right? Jesus. That'll be something. But I, you know, that's that's just our little journey. But with that whole thing, that's a good segue into that one game. So that one good, game. Sir, do you want to discuss Fallout for us? Oh man, so Fallout. That is. Which one are you playing right now? You currently you're currently playing, playing three? three. I never played. I played most, but I didn't play all of the DLCs for three. So I picked it up for what, like, probably three dollars. From a game exchange, game of the year edition, I was like, fuck it, let's finally get all these DLCs in. And before I go any farther, quick aside, I saw someone, a break in the simulation, I think. I saw a Fallout character in real life. So in Point Lookout, I believe you're in Maryland, and it's like, there's swampy areas, and there's these quote-unquote swamp folk. They're just gross, hillbilly, hills of eyes looking fuckers big like gross tumors hanging off their chins and stuff well i go to pull up to a taco bell with my girlfriend last night you know all i want is a fucking crunchwrap supreme and we pull in and right in front of the drive-thru is just a man standing there looking straight down holding a bag and the car approaching him and he's not even moving not even processing this the headlights go by and it shines on him and i shit you not if you look up Fallout 3 and, like, the Trapper or Swamp Folk enemies, he looked exactly like one of them. I don't know if I want to now. <laughs> and he was just trotting back and forth, 
doing this long pace from one end of the drive-thru to the next. And the whole time we're in the drive-thru, I was just like, leave some room between us and the next car, just in case we have to fucking just throw it in reverse, run this man over, and get the fuck out of here real quick. Oh, I looked him up. I shouldn't have did that. I looked yeah, he, he looked exactly like that. Just some horrifying hillbilly fuck and i just we're not talking not like... about the one with the overalls right we're talking about the the one with the the wife beater and the shirt yep, yep. and the open shirt oh, yep okay. he looked exactly yep. like that mm, yep no uh no thank you i would not want to see that at night at a taco Bell. <laughs> yeah it was uh it was just a little scary i didn't like it uh i one thought i was in a horror movie too immediately went this is a glitch right this isn't happening but it happened but uh, as to Jesus. as to Fallout itself, that's the game that broke baby brain. Little baby Mike, first time playing it, probably twelve to fourteen, maybe, because I think it came out what two thousand eight, maybe. Yeah, it was with the uh, it was the Bethesda's first uh, so, uh what's it called Fallout experience. Yeah, so around because it was a top down survival little game mm -hmm. uh, before then. That yeah, this is their first full 3D game, and that was the first game I played where it was like, all right, well, the door's open. Go. There was a main yeah. objective of like, hey, you got to find your dad, but it was like, you could go left and just keep going across the, mo uh, the wasteland as much as you wanted. You could go explore DC, you could go find the White House, you could go this way, you could go that way, the only limitation being your level, and how often you wanted to shoot things with a 10mm pistol. Like, do you want to spend 30 minutes fighting the super mutant, or do you just want to go somewhere else? But it was just wild to me playing, you know, the Crash Bandicoots and Spyros and shit of the time, and then going into this game where there were choices, you could have dialogue options, you could have different options in dialogue to, like, intimidate people, you could have unique dialogue if you have this perk to talk to children... You could have unique dialogue for men and women, for the opposite sexes. You could completely talk your way out of almost every engagement in the game if you wanted to go the speech route, or you could blast your way through things. You had positive and negative karma. There were just so many systems going out at the same time that just seemed to mesh so well. It's like if you were playing a good character, and like people ran up to you, and you're like, hey man, you're doing a bunch of good stuff here, take this, and they'd give you like a box of mashed potatoes, but you were like, Thanks, man. That means a lot. <laughs> it's like you like see your impact in the game and like the way people behave around you, and it just it just blew fifteen year old Mike's mind. And I've probably beaten that game ten plus times. Wait, is this all? Is that one that you go back to, right? Like your yeah reset almost. New Vegas is arguably the better game, but for atmosphere. You, you feel like a survivor in Fallout 3. In New Vegas, you just feel like a fucking cowboy. You just whip around whatever the fuck you got, and you just blast it while listening to, like... Yeah, Big Iron. Yeah, you listen, the... listen to Big Iron, blast the shit away. But in, like, Fallout 3, when you first open that door, you're like, I don't know what any of this is. Like, where am I? I, I wasn't just some dude in the waist who got shot in the head. I've never been outside before. Yeah, was quote unquote, beautifully, never been outside beautifully voiced, you know all the yeah. The Liam Neeson's your dad. Yeah, they they got big names for that, and just like you, you are right. The the ambiance was on point. They they really put you in the fucking feel of it. Yeah, and then like 
each of the DLCs has their own feel too, like the pit. You go to Pittsburgh and everything's much like real Pittsburgh, grimy and dirty. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry to all of our Pittsburgh (laughs) but come on, guys, clean up your city. You go to like Mothership Zeta, and you know, obviously, it's like a fucking mothership. Everything's all spacey, and you feel like you're in a Men in Black movie. Then you go to Point Lookout, and it's like eerie and Lovecraftian. There's like which is right up your alley. People and. Just the whole time you're walking around, you constantly feel like there's someone looking at you. You're always, like, on your toes a little bit. Like, everything just has a different unique... And then Operation Anchorage, it's just full movie military montage. It's you against the Chinese. Who's winning? There you go. That's I see. I never played the DLCs. Oh, yeah. Anchorage is um, a simulation of the Anchorage War in Fallout. Oh. So you're an American soldier, and you're, like... St- "Quote unquote stealth sabotaging uh, Chinese operation." There, hmm. you have to like go through the simulated program to unlock a door in this Brotherhood safe house that's like full of like unique armors and shit. It's where you could get fun fact: a broken piece. Well, sorry, a broken suit of power armor. There's a bug in the game where you're supposed to get this winterized T fifty one power armor, and it's supposed to you know just be regular power armor. You get shot a bunch of times. The, it deteriorates because you got to fix everything in Fallout. But it's a bug in the game that they just never fixed. You get the simulated version of the armor. So it essentially has un- unlimited health. Damn. So, so you got you got to love Bethesda for their bugs that are features, right? Yeah. Like, you, get, like, you get the normal damage resistance, so you still get hurt. But no matter how often or how many times you get shot, the armor rating will never go down. Like You never have to repair that armor. That's pretty fucking powerful. Because that's, yeah, that's like just... adding mods to Fallout 4 without yeah, having, you, you know what I mean? Like You play one DLC and you get unbreakable armor. And it's power armor. It's not even like, oh, you know, I found combat armor or whatever. Yeah, no, it's fucking power armor. So you're unstoppable. You're un- undiable. Until you get that's the point lookout, those motherfucking swamp people hit hard. Well, I just looked at them, and yeah, I, I wouldn't want to get anywhere near those folks either. Well, another fun fact... All of them have a plus 25 damage and attack, damage resistance and attack to you. So they hurt you more and they take less damage because it's supposed to be an end game DLC and people were complaining that shit was too easy. So, so they're like, they're oh like, yeah, it's too easy, you. huh? <laughs> Shut the fuck up, put this in the game. It's like, oh, thanks, Bethesda. You know, I give these, I, I, we give Bethesda a lot of praise and a lot of, and a lot of fucking gripes over the years, but... You know, when they put out, when they used to put out quality products, they put out quality fucking products, so. I mean, I think they're still capable of it, but. Like, Skyrim, as as much as people meme on it for being released for the 40th time, like, GTA, it's like, who didn't fucking love Skyrim? It was good, even though I will say it was slightly inferior because of how it wasn't as, you know, they, they took away a lot of those elements. And from like Oblivion, because I was that's what got me. You know, I I used to watch John play Morrowind, and oh, then man, he got me great. Oblivion, and so I was playing that and having to like, you know, like you were saying for Fallout Three and Fallout New Vegas too. Like you got to repair your gear, mm-hmm. so like going through a dungeon and like you know you got to think like, oh okay, like if I don't repair this thing, and it breaks on me, like I gotta I gotta be I gotta have backup weapon or I gotta fix or you know there's um yeah, I think there's the nothing... most dangerous they got with that system was adding in those um like towards a later game in Skyrim where they put the the draugr that would just like disarm you with like their shout attacks. Oh the shouts, yeah. 
So that would be like the only uh, bad part for there. But in that case, though, that it shouts at you and your fucking sword goes flying. I'm like, where the fuck is it? So I'm like, fucking, uh, like having to reload a previous save because a, a yeah, awesome you're like, I'm not line. losing that sword, right? Well, yeah, I got max level chill ren. You're not getting that out of my fucking hands, you bitch. <laughs> I experienced exactly kind of what you're talking about right now at Point Lookout. It's like I went there, you know, I have my unique Chinese assault rifle, a.k.a. the copycat AK. And I like running around with that son of a bitch, because who doesn't? And you get over to Point Lookout, and it's like, there is not a single assault rifle here to repair my assault rifle with. Fuck. There you go. So it becomes 10 pounds of dead weight in your inventory, because you're like, I'm not breaking this shit. Yeah, and it makes you have to feel like, what do you got to, like, I don't know. I like that. I know a lot of people probably don't like that. That's why they well, took it, it out. It forces, <laughs> you to, it forces you to use, like, different weapons. Because now I had to use the lever actions. I had to use, you know, the axes that they carry around. I had to use whatever the fuck they were using. Yeah, like in uh, New Vegas when you have that, uh, the casino DLC. Mm-hmm. Sierra Madre. Right. Yeah, the Sierra Madre, where it just says, all right, you have to start from nothing. Here's this fucking bear trap beast, and good luck. <laughs> like, that's... Bear trap and a 32. Best I could give you. I think it was a 38. 30-something. 30 yeah, it was a 30. I'm pretty sure it was a 38. But, yeah, I know. That's that whole thing. And then having to lug out all that gold at the end. <laughs> like, that was a fucking... I ain't dropping this fucking gold, motherfuckers. <laughs> Yeah, meanwhile, I have, like, 30,000 caps, and I don't even need it, but it's, like, it's the principle. Right, like, you're getting, I'm leaving, home. I'm leaving with this gold. Like, that's, the, <laughs> you, you don't understand. I'm a greedy video gamer. I'm leaving with this fucking gold. Oh, yeah, like, even selling to merchants, I won't sell to merchants unless I clear out their money, too. Because, you know. Like, I'll buy everything from them, and they'll be like, oh, you owe a thousand caps. I'll make sure I don't owe shit, and I take whatever money they started with. That's how you do it. That's, I have that's like forty-five being a savvy 000. businessman, folks. Yeah, I, I have <laughs> forty-five thousand caps, and I think the most expensive gun I could buy is like two grand. Yeah, I'll I never remember. run out of money. <laughs> that, and that's one thing that you know uh, Bethesda probably should balance in Elder Scrolls Six or at some point where there there will come a point where you were just the richest person in all of the game to ever exist to ever will exist like you you just become the william randolph hearst of every fucking mm -hmm. settlement you walk through because you're like yeah no like i just have infinite caps and and if i run low i'll just go and take over well, this little raider thing and just yeah get that's, their shit that's and why like it. one of the first things i always level up in any fallout game is repair i'll just keep taking all your rinky dink rifles pistols whatever i'll repair them and i sell them yeah or uh I would use them to repair Wasteland my flipper. I think it was jury rigging in New Vegas. Because that was my, as you know, that's my, and probably people have heard this story once before in the podcast, but we'll tell you this. New Vegas is my Fallout game that I love to death. And just over the years of Mike and I just hanging out and doing stupid shit in New Vegas, uh, it, it was it's my default game, or used to be, before I got a PS4 and stuff. I, actually, I think I played a little bit back, but I, my PS3 is downstairs now. I, I, I got a dig it out if I really want to play some New Vegas, but do it. Actually, I might not want to do it because the Ultimate Edition for the PS3 oh, is yeah, the thing shits the bed apart. So if I do, I'll have to look and see if this laptop could run it because that was my game. Like, that was so... 
just everything about it. Like you said, it was just you you could be a fucking cowboy. And I was like, oh, of course, post-apocalyptic cowboy, sign me up. And I remember watching you play it. I came over to your house because you, you bought it in a, you know, like like you said, you got it for like $5 at like a game exchange or something. And yep. uh, you were playing it, and I was just watching. And I was like, I got to get this game. I got to go and get it. And I fucking did. And I don't regret it because it was one of the best games ever played. and Or at least like it was like Oblivion with guns because I loved Oblivion so much. And I just wanted a game like that back in my life because I didn't play it when it first came out. I played it like years later. Yeah. So, but that that was my Oblivion with guns. And it was just, oh, everything. Every, the the Ranger Sequoia, just having that. Like, I, I, I just, that's all I needed. That was my fucking gun. And our infamous rampages through the the King's Hotel on the Strip was just making that fucker eat grenades. Yeah, that was the story, folks. Where uh, where I made where where we vat some dude, some poor king in the face with a grenade launcher, and we just got to see him eat it. it I mean, realistically, with everything, I'm pretty sure I've killed him once with every weapon in the game. Yeah, I'm sure of it. Just straight rampage. And that's what kept everyone safe, folks, because we had that little outlet for our fucking... Yeah, have a bad <laughs> day. Bullshit. Go take out the king. Right? Look out, man. For real. We got him. But, you know, that was... Those were, those were the better times. But, you know, uh, games like today, like like I said, like they, they lose that whole difficulty feature, I feel like. They, they make it a little bit too accessible. They make it... Uh, but that could just be me being an old-timer grump. You know what I mean? Like, I, don't I don't think know. it's an old-timer grump thing. I will say, without being, like, cynical, there's less of that, like, just go have fun in this section thing. Like, there's no cheat codes anymore. There's no, like, oh, go put this in GTA. You have, you know, a fucking bike or motorcycle plane just spawns in front of you. There's no, like, you know what, you can just go take out this whole massive... Like, look at Fallout 4 compared to New Vegas or Fallout 3. Fallout 3, Fallout New Vegas, you could kill pretty much any NPC. Like, almost every NPC, whether they're a quest giver, it you could take pretty much anyone out. Fallout 4... Yeah, I remember, I messed up a whole playthrough. Yeah, Fallout 4, people, 90% of the people just go unconscious if they have a name. So, like, you can't even kill them. There's, like, that lack of, just let me play the game... They even did that in Oblivion, I will say. Your your important your central characters, remember they had a crown mm-hmm. over their reticle versus just a regular circle. If they had a regular circle, you just take them out, but if they had a crown, they were quest givers. You couldn't you couldn't do that. But see, like in three in New Vegas, even some of those quest givers, unless there was like you need this person to even do this, like to finish the game, you could kill them. Oh yeah, I remember I messed up my Raul uh quest line because uh, I took out that ranger with the Laloon Carabine because I wanted that gun. So I just I just made that play through my collector run. I said, fuck it. Fuck the story. Just collect shit. Yeah, but you could, you, I think they lost that like whimsy of just like letting the player do something. Now it's more, you know, collect everything on a map. And like, you know, that could be fun for some games. Like, it's kind of fun in uh, Ghost of Tsushima. It's kind of fun in Horizon. But at the same time, there's like you know, at the end of the day, what you're going to do in those games. You're going to go fight someone with a sword. You're going to go fight robots with a bow. Like, let me just go fuck off and do something weird. Like, yeah. let me have the kings. Or or let you just, you kind of, you make your own adventure almost, you know? Yeah. In a way. I'll uh, like but... something like Dark Souls. Like, let me just fuck off into the wrong area that's going to whoop my ass. Let me learn. <laughs> right. Yeah, no, that's, that's pretty good. 
I will say, like, it, it's, it's, it's something that we're missing, but also, like, I kind of, just, just for the sake of convenience, I will say, like, we are, we got spoiled with it. We got spoiled where it's like, okay, you don't have to worry about ruining your whole, because, like I said, like, I just had to toss it up and just say, I'm not going back, because once, of course, once I realized that I, I fucked up, it was already too late. I was already, like, 40 levels above where I used to be, so I wasn't, but I had that save file still there, because always rotate your saves, folks. Always rotate, rotate your saves. Your saves. <laughs> if so, you don't like, have I, at least five saves going at the same time, you're not playing RPG right. Right. You have to have that chance to go back. But Ooh, that's actually, you know what? I'm going to put that, what element would you like to have? Oh, this is going to be another topic that I'm going to put. What RPG? Lightning. No, not like that. <laughs> They did like they did. Remember that Rick and Morty episode that they did the whole thing with like kind of like um, the save game feature. Oh yeah. Something For like two that. seconds, I thought you were gonna uh, bring up that game he played where it's like Life of Roy or whatever, where you just play that dude's life. Oh my God, Jesus <laughs> Christ! Where he wakes up and he's like, Oh, I had shit. Oh my God! <laughs> Becomes like a used carpet salesman and just fucking falls cancer. off the ladder and dies. <laughs> right? He beat cancer to get taken out by a ladder, and it's like, Oh damn, Roy. Jesus, yeah, life bro. That, that's a. That, that was a... <laughs> He's taking him off a grid. He doesn't have a social security <laughs> oh, number. Oh, yeah, when Rick did it, when... <laughs> <laughs> uh, folks, we're idiots. We we like lowbrow humor like that sometimes. So, oh god, that's good. So, uh, yeah, that's uh, you know what? I fucking forgot what game. I yeah, we'll just say Fallout New Vegas is my game. So we'll do that, and we'll go with a another roll. Oh, so we good can... lord. Get the shisser, because, you know, we gotta, I know you got somewhere you gotta be, so we can't, you know, we'll just talk for fucking ever, if you let us, folks. I mean, we apologize. Pretty Actually, much. we don't. We no. <laughs> Alright, let's see, we got another Nat 20. So, a Nat 20 is a story that's like, so what's like your best, your best story, your biggest win type moment, like your, when, when you were at your best? Like, what what's, uh. A story about that, like 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 a pat yourself on the back and hype yourself up moment. Uh, probably last year, uh, winning WKAs. Oh yeah, I remember you came over with the belt. Yeah, that was that was some shit. Uh, that was completely spur of the. So for anyone who doesn't know, which is probably most people, the WKAs is a tournament that happens every year in Delaware around the end of August. It's a World Kickboxing Association. So they hold Muay Thai rule fights, glory rule fights, which is Muay Thai without clinch and elbows, and they hold kickboxing, which, let's be real, nobody kickboxes. <laughs> so <laughs> so on a whim, uh, our team had learned about it, and we were like, hey, no, fuck it. You know, we never do this. We never do tournaments. We always do the single night fights. Like, you know, let's really buckle down and, like, let's get some people going, so... The turnout ended up being way more people than we thought. We thought it'd be like four or five of us. We ended up going down with like 15 competitors. And um, at the end of the day, our school finished fifth out of 70 schools for like medals. So like we whooped ass, but, you know, it had been a few years since I had fought because, you know, life and everything gets in the way. So I was like, you know, you had that nervous energy that, fuck, am I going to go out there and get my ass whooped in front of my whole team? And... For whatever reason, I just had zero apprehension when I actually got there. Like, when I had gotten to the tournament, it was just like, 
all worries were gone. I saw the fair where it was set up. I saw the rings, and I was like, you know what, fuck it. This is going to be fun. Like, we're not going to freak out. We're not going to have a bad time. We're not going to, like, lose before we fight. Let's just hype up the team. Let's have a good time. So I was supposed to fight the first day, which was Saturday at, like, 9 in the morning. I didn't fucking fight till Sunday. <laughs> oh, Jesus. So I got iced for an entire day watching my teammates fight. We had some of the newer guys go, and fights didn't go their way. So it was like, you know, that eats at you a little bit, even though it's like, all right, you know, that's not me, but shit. You know, I saw my teammate get their ass beat. Right, because like, I train with that guy, and he usually yeah. beats my ass. So it's yeah, like, what the fuck? Like, you're like, oh, fuck me. How's this going to go? And it's like, you know, for three, four months straight, I was just in the gym like six days a week multiple times a day running every day i was i was busting ass i was like I, I gotta do something with this i'm getting old let's get some belts before you know we're 35 and broken so it comes to sunday i have my first fight at i think 11 and i don't know man like bell ring man possessed i whooped on this kid for nine minutes straight just I don't doubt it. Positively, I don't, I do not doubt it. like not to toot my own horn. I hate being a person to brag. I, I'm not that kind of guy. But it's like Buakau himself possessed me, and I just whooped on this man for nine minutes straight. I dropped him twice in the first round, and just continued to win in his decision. Uh, I finished the fight, and it was a cute little moment that one day I am gonna get this tattooed on me. Uh, I finished the fight, my buddy Aaron, who was cornering me, goes, yo, dude, you know what time the fight was over? And I was like, no, I don't know what. He goes, 11-11, dude. He was like, that's, huh? your, that's your lucky fight. And, you know, I hear my name called again. I just finished a fight. And they're like, Mike Alves, stage two. And I was like, oh, what the fuck? Like, I don't even get a stage break. Stage two? <laughs> yeah, I don't even get a break. So I went from my glory fight. I go over to the gear. I get fucking elbow pads thrown on. We're doing Muay Thai now. So I hop in the ring, and I, well, I hop on like the standby, and I'm sitting there waiting. And my buddy pulls a chair, goes, "You know, sit. You know, don't waste all your energy, waste your legs standing." And he goes to pull a random chair, and that chair has a fucking little plastic green like lawn chair, and it has a sticker on it, and it's eleven dash dash eleven. And he was like, "This is your fucking chair, dude." He was like, "I know this sounds corny, but you're gonna beat the fuck out of this guy." And, and lo and behold, yeah, lo and behold, the fuck out of that guy. beat the fuck out of him. I dropped him again, which I'm a little guy. I fight at 125. I'm not out here just dropping people left, right, and center. But for whatever reason, God possessed my fist that day. I dropped everyone I fought, and I ended up winning unanimous decision for that one. And I cut the guy right above his eye, and he was going to be my next opponent for the glory fight. But he couldn't fight because I popped his eye open, so I got myself a belt. And Attaboy. that was just like the shining achievement of like my martial arts journey so far. Except that no. one ref that fucked with me. <laughs> I went oh, to go get the, be that one. Yeah, I went to go get the belt and I competed in open. There's novice for people that have had zero to three fights, and then there's open for literally anyone could be there. There's there's some ball buster sandbaggers that show up to these tournaments that you know should have gone pro 10 fights ago but they keep going and beating up amateurs so you could get anyone you could get a guy who's had six fights 10 fights 40 fights you never fucking know what you're gonna get it's and, open yeah it's open so i walk over to the guy and i'm like hey man i'm here to get my belt i'm with my coach i'm all hype my coach is ready to take pictures and everything he's got the phone out the guy looks at me he just goes man 
you didn't win no belt. <laughs> and I was like, brother, don't fuck with me. And he looks over, and he's got the medals. Because if you win novice, you get a medal. If you win open, you get a belt. And he grabs a medal, and he gives it to me. And I'm like, nah, man, give me my fucking belt. And he's like, all right, all right. He grabs the belt, and he puts it on me. And I look down, and it's upside down. And I looked at him, and I was like, man, if you don't stop playing with me, I'm going to fucking cry. <laughs> <laughs> and he just was like, oh, man, you ain't crying today. And he put the belt on, and he, like, lifted me up so my coach could get a picture with me. <laughs> there, look at that. Some big motherfucker threw me on his shoulders, and then my the best part of all of that was just seeing my homies like coming out the ring, belt on, and just walking into all my homies and my boys just fucking screaming, Mikey, Mikey, Mikey. Like nothing will get your dick harder than a crowd of people just chanting your name after some combat. That's awesome. I, and then I had I'm a good cry about five minutes later. Well, of course, you had the, all that emotion. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Well, I was fine, and then. Uh, I have a I have a real good friend, my buddy Jay. He's a, uh, I think five five six years older than me, and he's just been like Muay Thai Papa my entire life. Like I looked up to the dude. I thought his style was cool. I thought he was cool. Just the swaggiest dude in the gym. And I was like, I gotta be like that motherfucker. And he called me and he was like, Yo, I saw the picture. Congratulations. And as soon as I saw his name on the phone, I just started crying. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> I was like, I can't talk to this man right now. <laughs> Ugly cry. <laughs> ugly cry. Yeah, so I just held it on, and it was like, Hey, man. <laughs> this this means a lot. Thank you for calling. I was like, thanks That's for whooping awesome, my bro. ass a thousand times. Yeah, you helped me do this. You doing this. Yeah, like, good shit, bro. Yeah, that's... Like, that's... I remember. You brought. You were so proud, too, because you brought... I, I think I had just moved in to the condo, and I remember... You showed up you with were, the fucking belt. You showed up with the belt. I was like, holy shit. <laughs> yeah, didn't you also get hurt doing it too? Like, you didn't? You oh yeah, like, fucked you my knee up. <laughs> you, took a, you took a fucking injury winning, so like it wasn't like you you got out of it. Yeah, first uh, homie I fought had some fucking brutal leg kicks, and he smashed the side of my knee. So typically, you hit the thigh or you hit the calf. He hit the side of my knee, which was probably an accident, but boy, did it hurt. That'll do it. And I'm pretty sure he fucked up my ACL, and I just never got that checked. But hey, we walking so. <laughs> yeah, you're. I know you're. You're. You're still. That can't stop you. It can't fucking stop you, man. Good shit. But yeah, the tough, tough dudes. It was funny. Uh, <laughs> so I went up this year to coach some people, and uh, a friend of mine ended up having to fight the same guy that I fought, and he dropped a division. I fought at 125, so this guy uh, that I fought was at 125. He dropped down to 119, and he was like, oh, what's up, man? You know, we're talking, and I was like, hey, man, you're looking slim this year. It's like, you going down to 119 or something? And he was like, yeah, yeah, I figured I'd drop. And I just looked at him, and I knew my buddy was in the bracket, and I just I was just like, good luck. Finish him! <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, to him, he probably thought, like, oh, you know, you know, thank you, you know, good luck. But in reality, I was like, good luck, because my friend's going to whoop your ass. Did he, he end up whooping his ass? He did. Oh, can't catch a break. <laughs> yeah, that home, that dude's he's gonna see Thornton's any time in his life and just be like, "Fucking hate you guys." Just gonna have PTSD attacks. But yeah, um, let's. Do you want to rep your gym for for a minute while you're uh? While Thornton we got you Martial Arts, seven hundred one East Main Street, Hartford. Hit us up. We're behind a fucking auto parts store. It's hard to find us sometimes, but. Solid gym. I'm not going to say best striking Connecticut, but best Muay Thai you'll find in Connecticut. Best authentic Sit Yotong style Muay Thai 
great fucking family. Like, everyone that comes in that building just feels like a, a bro, girl or not. They're all bros. Like, I've never had complaints with the people. I've never had complaints with the coaching. I've been there for, God, I want to say 12 years with the same coach now. And I wouldn't trade it for the world. That place is, that's, that's my happy place. Like, bad day, go to the gym. Fucking good day, go to the gym. Just a day, go to the gym. If I don't go there daily, not even to train, just to see my people, like, I feel weird. It, so. it, it kind of becomes like your social, your, that's your community. Yeah. You know? it's, it's just a bunch of brain-dead idiots that like to punch people just like me. That's all you need in life, man. That's all you need in life. And there's a, like, not to talk down other martial arts, but there's just a certain, like, Muay Thai people are different. Like, they're more fun that I've experienced. I've experienced, like, cool jiu-jitsu players, cool wrestlers, cool whatever, you know, kickboxers. But there's always, like, from my personal experience, anytime I've met or gone to those types of gyms, there's always people that have, like, this type of ego to them. Like, there's always that one guy in the gym that's like, oh, I got a, a big dick, I could prove this, I got this belt, I got this thing. And I've never experienced that in my life in, like, a Muay Thai gym. It's just been humble, cool people that just want to hit each other, learn, and teach other people. Like the most approachable people I've ever met in my life. Yeah, uh, the, that's that's great, man. Uh, I, I, I love that you found that community. I love that there's, you know, in, in your opinion, I love that you found that that's... that's I don't. I, don't wanna, I kind of don't want to say humble, but they're, you know, they're not stuck up to you. You know what I mean? They're this, yeah, there's like, this nice group of folks that you could just be have a, have a cool vibe with, and you just go and you just fuck each other up, and that's you know. Like yeah, w- one of the best feelings was just having a team of like 15 people go to a Texas Roadhouse, and it's like you would never guess all of those people could 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 scrap. Like, we're all just fucking goofy, yelling memes at each other, screaming Spongebob shit. Like, you would never think, like, this is a group of fighters. But lo and because, behold... Yeah, because no one's like, oh, look at me, I can fight. Everyone's just like, what's up, dude, I'm Mike. <laughs> well, that again, too, like, I, I feel like that comes with any sort of, like, if you get if you get your ass beat enough, or you just, you just you, or you are, uh, you know, an ass kicker or anything like that, like, when, when you are into fighting, you kind of just know, like, yeah, no, like, go either way oh yeah there's (laughs) there's always someone that's gonna have your fucking number that's just how life is right so you kind of have that whole thing where it's like yeah no like at at any moment there could be some guy that's just just the right distance the right timing the right fucking he he just knows i feel that every time i spar with my coach i'll have three two and a half minutes of the best three minute round i've had in my entire life and then he then goes, he, all right, I'll show you what it's all about. Yeah, you're like, oh, God! <laughs> he'll just hit me with one right hand, and it feels like my body took a screenshot. And I'm just like, where the fuck am I? Hey, you know, that, that's how CTE starts. I guess. <laughs> oh, between CTE and ADHD, I don't even know which one's which anymore. Right. Well, no, that's, that's great, bro. I, I feel like for my biggest win, it's gonna, I'm going to just, you know, I got, a, I got a few of them in my life, but I'm going to talk about the one where you... Uh, we're grading for black belt when we were still doing Tang Sudo. Good times. That was one of my biggest. Where we just got to sit in the middle of the ring and just do rock 'em sock 'em robots for a good minute and a half before they called the fight. Like, stop it, stop it! You're gonna kill yeah. each other. Like, fucking just stop. And for everyone right unaware, Tang Sudo sparring is not supposed to be like that. It's it's point based sparring. Mm-hmm. It's off the line. 
you know, I touch you in the head, okay, point, back to stances, go again. Okay, you hit me, point, back, point, back. Get what I'm saying? It's just a rinse and repeat of who touches who first. It's right. it's touch based, and it's this is this is a very formal thing. They have all the black belts around. The parents are watching. You know, no cussing. None of this. Oh yeah, this shit. was the second day too. This is because the grading was two days, and so the first day was the private session where we, where we got to do like you know test everyone, see how they see what they're worth, and all. Then the second day is like the whole public thing, and we were standing in circle, and they called your name up as one of the new folks. He's like, all right, you get to pick your black belt that you want to fight, and I had already made black belt. So you're like, you. Like, I mean, he just pointed at me, and I was like, alright, let's do it! And we get in the ring, and it was just a blur. I just remember when they finally called the fight, you hit me with a fucking awesome left hook that spun my headgear around to where my nose sticking out of the fucking earpiece. And I just screamed out, I fucking love you, bro! And I gave you a hug. Like, it was just not... Like, yeah, it was probably a bad look for everyone that was there. But for us, I feel like, or for me, that was one of my biggest wins. Having oh, a, yeah, no, that was just, just fun. Go full tilt with you in the ring. So And then yeah. in an environment where you're just supposed to not do that. <laughs> yeah, you know how I am. I'm a cowboy. I just got to do shit the way I want to do it. Well, yeah, that's, that's uh, I, and I feel like that's a good segue to, to get into our story where we're talking about what you're on here for, what we're trying to raise money for, we're trying to spread the awareness of. You, you got another fight coming up, brother. Yes, I do. Let's whore you out. Well, another tournament, actually. So who knows how many fights. Right? Uh, okay, so, Jesus. winners so, of the WKA tournaments, the national tournaments, get invited to compete in the WKA Worlds. So, you win a bracket, myself, I won the 125 bracket for Muay Thai, so I get to compete in the Worlds for 125 Muay Thai, which uh, this year is taking place in Wales. So, we're going across the the pond, pond. representing Team USA, myself and one of my teammates, Hector, we're going together with our coach, get some fly-ass, you know, USA tracksuits, and we're going to go throw down for Uncle Sam. There you go. I'm supporting you, but uh, and we're going to try to raise some money. So, folks, yeah. if you're listening and you want to help a brother out, uh, go kick some ass overseas. Uh, you got like a, what's it, like a GoFundMe or something that you want to? It is a GoFundMe, but just we'll continue talking while I try to find it, but because it's a pain in the ass. But, uh, yeah, so just trying to raise money to go over there because it's a pain in the ass, and, you know, money sucks, but it's sure. just a link. So, so what do you got for um? Like, do you have any idea like who else is gonna be there? Do you have like a? Uh, I don't know. I know have it's you been worlds... there before, or like a no. A friend of there, but... a friend of mine had competed in worlds in Poland in 2019, 2020 maybe. Okay. And um, she just said it was just like a crazy experience. There's teams from all over. There's national champions from like Africa, from Morocco, from. Uh, like down in South America, Canada, they bring people anywhere that they have the WKA competitions, and you all just compete for like this is the best 125 or this is the best whatever you know, different weight classes. And there's, I think, six or so divisions you could compete in. There's the Muay Thai, the kickboxing, the Glory. I think there's a point-based one. There's full rules Muay Thai which is, I believe, no elbow pads or anything, just gloves. And there might be full rules glory, but I'm not sure. 
but well, you just awesome. go up uh, there. What day is this, or what? What's the? This is know, the... we're leaving October thirty first, and we're weighing in November first, and I think the second to the third we fight, and then fourth we go home. Well, shit. So it was originally supposed to be in Ireland, and I'm a little salty. They moved it to Wales, because goddammit, all I wanted was to kick some ass and then have an authentic Guinness, but... Uh, guess you'll have to do in Wales. Yeah, I guess you'll have to do in Wales. Oh well. I'll have some nice Welsh beer. If As for the any. GoFundMe link, it is literally GoFundMe forward slash, well, GoFund.me forward slash 3C80 Five seven two one, and that'll we'll lead you to a page the, uh... to help Mike rep CT. Cause let's get some fucking Connecticut martial arts on the map, guys. Let's I don't know do if it. people are aware of this, but Muay Thai, having a Muay Thai fight in Connecticut, is still illegal. What? Yes. All right, I did. I was not aware of this. To have wow. and host a Muay Thai competition, a sanctioned fight. You could have smokers, which is like inter-gym fights. That's whatever. But to have a sanctioned Muay Thai fight is illegal. You cannot have that. My coach and a few other coaches, I think a year a year ago, had conference calls with the mayor and, and, and the governors to try to allow Muay Thai fights to happen in Connecticut. Because the way it is right now, you want to go fight Muay Thai, you got to go to New York. You got to go to Massachusetts. You got to go to Maine. You got to go to Vermont. You got to go to Delaware. You got to travel. So you got to bring money to a different state. You got to fight in a different state. You got to pay for a hotel and everything in a different state. Instead of having Connecticut have this money. Why? And is on that? top do, of do that, you know the the reason I don't know. None it? of none of us know because you could have an MMA fight, and what does an MMA fight start out as? Right. A Muay Thai oh. fight with little gloves. <laughs> so you could have a full MMA fight that never touches the ground. That's legal. But if I want to have a Muay Thai fight in 10-ounce gloves, I can't do it. They won't sanction it. I don't know if they think it's extreme violence or something. I don't know if they just don't understand what the fuck Muay Thai is. But you could have a gym. You could train people. But you cannot let them fight in Connecticut. <laughs> that is so... I'm trying to Google up some of the rules now. But I remember Chapter... being... Chapter... Uh... Alright, hold on. Let's see. Chapter 532A, Boxing and Mixed Martial Arts. Jesus Christ, there's a whole fucking thing. I don't know if I want to read this all on air right now. But, but yeah, we had a whole conference call with the mayors and everything and trying to, you know, pitch why it should be legalized. And we had all of my teammates and a few people from other schools talk to the mayors and everyone and, you know, try to pitch like, hey, this should be a thing we should do if you're letting us train and you're letting MMA be a thing. Like, why can't we represent ourselves in our own state? Instead, Damn, we gotta I go elsewhere. Like, uh, you you said you didn't have a story, but I feel like that's a fucking story. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> you can't have a fucking. Say- it's like the it's like Footloose, where you can't have a fucking dance. Like, what yeah. the fuck? This is it's this like is outrageous to me. And it's like Footloose, but like they allowed one type of dancing, and you're like, wait a minute, they're dancing. Why can't I do this dance? Right? Like, what the? F- this is. Because again, oh, like man. I said, like not to beat a dead horse, but an MMA fight starts standing. So if right. I could punch you with four ounce gloves, why can't I punch you with eight ounce gloves? Yeah, no, it, it's, it's uh, something's not adding up. And I feel uh, like I don't get it. I feel like it's slightly safer because you get knocked down in Muay Thai. It's okay, eight count, 
you get knocked down in MMA, someone's just allowed to beat your shit in. <laughs> they could follow you to the ground. They could choke you out. They could hit you in the mouth. <laughs> you know, at least Muay Thai, right, like you the, get you the, get eight there's... seconds to compose, and if the ref doesn't like what he sees, he just calls it. Hey, man, I. Unlike MMA, you can eat one you, of those I, Dan I'm, Henderson I'm like, bombs. I'm kind of like scrambling through fucking these regulations here, and I'm just I'm not seeing anything that makes fucking any sense. Yeah, it, it makes zero sense. But my coach has been personally trying to get this legalized for about two years now. Wow. They claimed That's... he talked to a lawyer, and his lawyer said the next time there's a meeting, that at this point the best thing to do is claim that it is racist to not let us represent. <laughs> Thai culture. <laughs> Isn't that sad that we have to find Yeah, we might to have to resort to calling it racism. Oh my god. And he was like, your wife's part of the business. Bring up that it's a woman-owned business. Like, do anything in your power to, like, guilt these people into fucking doing it. Right, like, you, you do his fucking uh, lowbrow tactics bullshit that you have to, right, for this. Yeah. Like, god Cause, damn, I mean, that's so sad. And I'm so sorry. Alone. Yeah, and Hartford alone, 10 minutes away from my gym, is underdog. That's a whole ass another kickboxing gym. It's it's not like we're, you know, one the only uh, horse in town. There, there's plenty of places that all, you know, their students would love to have their grandma or whatever come to their fight and not have to haul someone all the way to fucking New York. Plus, you know how stressful it is to be mid-weight cut and be in two and a half hours of Queens fucking traffic? <laughs> It's the worst yeah, thing in the fucking world. I, I can't see that being a pleasant experience. As someone who's never had to cut weight, but recently did cut a lot of weight, like, I could, unintentionally, I was not a happy person for some of it, because, like, I was just trying to figure out how the fuck am I going to live. Like, this. Oh, God. That is horrible. I'd rather fight 33 senchais in a row than cut weight twice in a row. Jesus. Well, you know, hopefully that gets resolved because I I think that's it's bullshit. It's just it yeah, is. It's, no, I don't it makes like it. zero sense. It's... And I thought this Shit. was America. Like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like... Let us have some fun. Goddamn. Like what the fuck? All right. Yeah. Well, you know, that's, that's that's the long short of my story. Your boy won a championship, a national title, and he's gonna go over. Throw on a pair of Team USA shorts and try to bring a belt home for uh, good old Uncle Sam. Yeah, uh, well, I'm going to definitely uh, throw you a couple of doll hairs for this. Uh, it should folks. be a live stream as well, so oh, any okay. anyone wants to watch your boy kick ass, I'll drop the live stream to homie and he can let you all know. Yeah, for sure. Definitely get that up and running. I'm going to have to, like, I'll once we get done with the recording thing, you can send me all that like the link and I'll, and I'll put it in the uh, the notes for the show so people can word, actually word. click on it. But yeah, awesome. So that's that's And once story. again, anyone who would like to donate, much fucking appreciated. Don't feel pressured to. It's not that big a deal, but I appreciate anything you do send over. All right, let's uh let's try to support our boy. And if not, we get it. We're we're still a, a, yeah. an up and coming podcast, so probably there's three people listening to this. So it's, it's like that's and you and you three folks don't have to, you know, well, you three folks that. are awesome. <laughs> Right. Thank you so much. We're so happy. Uh, Actually, got a few folks for... from the gym to throw on, uh, throw on a couple episodes. Oh yeah, that's yeah. awesome. Because I was telling them, they were like, "Oh, where were you Wednesday?" And I was like, "Oh, this is my homie doing a little podcast." And they were like, "What? What's the name?" So some of them watched a few episodes. 
Oh, that's dope. Well, thank you guys. Thanks for all the new viewership too. Like this is awesome. They're gonna hear this. This is gonna be fun. Uh, so for I, and this is something that we touched on earlier. Um, but kind of talk about like how they dumb down video games. So remember, because last week I talked about Elden Ring. And yep. so remember back when the game first launched, there was that whole thing where there were some developers that were criticizing the user interface. Oh, yeah, that was like Remember the that? Horizon reps and everything getting salty because Elden Ring was doing so well. Yeah, there was one guy in particular who, I think he worked for Ubisoft. I think his name was uh, something Salama. I forgot his actual first I know. Name. I know the creators of Horizon Zero Dawn were extremely salty and like very, like, oh my god, Elden Ring doesn't do this, that, and the third. It's like, shut up. <laughs> Right. Oh, no, Ahmed, at least at the same time. It was Ahmed Salama of Ubisoft, and he had criticized the user interface, saying that it wasn't wrong. But then also, it wasn't one of those like things where it was like visceral hate because it was doing better. Because he followed up later on, talking about like, "Hey, like, no, I'm not. That this is not hatred. I'm just trying." Like he was, he was. I think he was sincerely trying to like point out like where the help needs to go when it comes to that sort of stuff. Because mm-hmm. You know, as, as much as we could easily just say, oh, you know, they were just hating on him, but like sometimes there could be some, you know, because people are going to listen to this and they're going to, oh, they're just talking about, but you know, we're actually trying to help. So I'm looking at, and of course, I count with that joke fucking uh, screenshot where they're like, oh, I found the Elden Ring with good user interface. I think I'll, I'll link that into the thing or something so people can see what I'm talking about, where they have like the mini map in there and they have oh, like yeah. the objectives on the thing. You know, they just really made a fucking big joke. They had the compass, they had a whole bunch of. You know, buttons Waypoints. all over the screen. Yeah, you know, it just made the game worse. But for, so, but do you think though that there is some sort of merit to that criticism? Do you think that like because he was trying to see where the video game industry is and how like if you because you know like I said I think he was trying to be I sincere think about it. Yes so, and no. Okay. The yes being if someone hasn't played a prior Souls game. Because that that's where a lot of like the sales come from. Like Miyazaki and FromSoft know like they're not making the until Elden Ring they weren't making their games for the general populace. It was like who wants to play this really hard fucking game? Do you want to like sit down and play beat play the same boss thirteen times in a row because he's whooping your ass? Most people didn't. So like people who went from Demon Souls to Dark Souls to two to three, they knew exactly what they were looking at. And it didn't matter much, I'd say, like, interface changes because they knew what they were doing. Now you have Elden Ring, which is getting a lot of new players into it, a lot of people that have never touched a Souls game. I can understand them coming into it and being like, what am I looking at? Alright, this magic system's weird. What does this stat do? Like, there's definitely things that could be more fleshed out, but at the same time, it's, it's not... Uh, like a system where I'd be like, oh, this is hard. I don't understand what I'm doing. Like you equip a weapon, you could look at the stats. Okay, maybe I can't find this menu, but it's. I never found it to be something like, like where the fuck do I find this in the menu? Where do I find my weapons? Where do I find my armor? What does this stat do? How do I look at a description? It's a little contrived, and ugly. But I don't think it's something that like needs to be reworked. I think it's something that if you're playing the game, you'll intuitively pick it up. Right, which is where I was coming from too, because you know, not to toot my own horn or anything like that, but I have pretty good video game awareness, to where it's like, okay, 
I could navigate through pretty much any sort of like inventory system. I could look through like I I could figure out you know items like I just get like like I said I only play Bloodborne and this game. And so going into both games, I kind of just had a general gist of, oh, okay, this is what it means. Like, yeah, I might forget a couple controls, you know, going back and forth between different games and having to figure out that whole mapping and shit like that. But for the most part, I could, I could figure it out, you know? Yeah. It's not that hard. But for other people that I played with over the years, it, it's a little bit of a struggle. Some people don't quite understand it sometimes. And it's not to their, not to my credit and their uh, no, misfortune. It's, just, it's like definitely it's just a different style Some people of... just don't know. It's different style of game and different style of like menu options and stuff. It's like I don't know how to describe. It. It's simplified, but not like it's simplified if you know what you're looking for. But if it's your first time hopping in, you're gonna be a little confused. But I think it's set up to be like it, you know you put your time into it. After a couple hours, you're you're gonna know what you're doing. You're not gonna be lost in the sauce. Like oh my god, where do I find this? Right, exactly. I mean, you might be for general gameplay, but that's kind of the point. But Right, and moving along to where, where, where I have to go next for this mission, or is there even, like, there's not even, like, a main quest type deal, you know? there's They, they kind of give you those little, when you look at the map, you know how they give you, like, the little, the, the golden, like, piss sort mm-hmm. of, like, fucking lines, like, oh, go this way, <laughs> but for the most part, though... You really don't got a lot of hand-holding things, which I enjoy because I don't like my hand being held in games. Mm-hmm. But some people, they need it. So like I, so that's why I could look at. I'm trying to be more nuanced. These yeah, got on me. But see, uh, that's where I, about that whole thing. So that's where the impl- uh, the implementation of like the sights of grace, like pointing you in the right direction. Right, or even those little watch... Uh, yeah, or even the feel of the game. Like, if you go into an area, and, you know, before you were two, three-shotting enemies, and all of a sudden, they're just fucking raping you, it's like, alright, I don't belong here. I should go search somewhere else. Like, the game's environment tells you where to go. Right. Like when Which you I think is better in, than, like... Go to, you're not gonna go to Caleb and be like, oh, yeah, I could survive here. It's like, no, you can't! Like, <laughs> yeah. like look at this place! Look it, at this place around you! Like, it's not meant for you yet. Like, yeah, it, it visually and then, like, viscerally just shows you, like, hey, you don't belong here. It's not like a Mega Man, like, Mega Man, Mega Man, go over here! It's just, like, you'll figure it out. If, right. if it's taking 30 hits to kill a guy, it's not worth it, because everyone in this area is gonna take 30 hits to kill. Like, maybe you should go look somewhere else. And you had so much map to go look somewhere else. There was a lot of map. A lot of map. A lot of... And there was also a lot of fucking shortcuts, too. Where if you couldn't beat something through... Like, I remember... Like, if you couldn't take out the first boss. If you couldn't take out... Oh, what the fuck's his name? Um, Margit? If you couldn't fuck up Margit. There was a whole, like, sidetrack around the castle. You know what I mean? And that's even before he went to go fight... um, Oh god, I'm I'm getting all these names mixed. It's not Godric, 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 the, the Grafted. Yeah. Yep. So it was like there there's a whole side track around the castle that I just stumbled upon. I was like, oh, this is cool, and I got to that site of grace on the other side, and it brought me to the round table hold, where it's like I was able to skip that whole sequence of having to fight this and do that to, to go to the round table hold. And I was like, oh shit, like. So the game did reward you for exploring. It rewarded you for kind of like thinking for yourself, just doing what you you know what I mean, just not. You know, you don't got to play the game the way we wanted you to play it. Play it yourself and, and yeah, we'll see what happens. Just explore. Right? And, it, you know, I do appreciate that. But, like I said, to look at it from, like, I, it's easy to just say, 
oh yeah, that one developer was just trying to talk shit because he thinks he's so. But also, it's like I can see okay, there might have been some good. Like he was trying. Yeah, there was he's goodwill behind it. There's definitely things they could do to like make the menus a little less busy. Because like you hop into the main menu, you go to look at your armor, and you're looking at like thirty different numbers, different weights, this, that, and the third. They don't really explain how equip load works. They don't explain that equip load. The lower it is, the better roll you get, or farther you roll, the more iframes. Like they don't tell you that, but it's it like the Souls games. They they like let you learn. Like if you put on too much armor, you go to roll, and all of a sudden you're fat rolling. You're like, wait a minute, maybe right, I can't wear seven the... heavy pieces of plate. All the numerous extra, you know, like, it, it's not so much you get. Or even swinging a weapon. I feel like weapon. you get a game guide from, like, YouTube these days. Yeah. Like, those are those are our new Prima strategy guides. Like, those are, like, <laughs> remember those? Mm-hmm. If I'm going to, I remember having my one for New Vegas and shit. But just having that access now to this internet thing where, like, anyone could just look up all this shit. Yeah. Like, you want to know what this stuff's about? Go learn. If you really want to figure out the game, go learn it. You know what I mean? So I, I, that's where I feel like, at least in the beginning, where it's like, eh, well, if you're just going to, like, that whole Dark Souls mean like, oh, get good. Where it's like, yeah, that's what they mean. Like, if you really want to invest your time, your effort, your, your, just your sanity to this game, like, you're going to, you're not just going to be looking at the screen like, how the fuck am I going to, you know, you're going to, like, all right, let me, look, let me YouTube this, or let me do a little Googling, or let me do, like, a little extracurricular activities to figure out how to fuck shit up. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, I, I, could appreciate that because it makes the experience a lot better for me than if it was just like oh no like the game like what, what game was it where after a while like it would literally give you like a ability to like just skip over the part that was giving you a hard time for like a quick time event or some shit like that like it was, there was know. something but you know there are uh, some even, games even that like are just metal gear like, used to do that like if you died a bunch of times in metal gear they would give you like the the fucking what the chicken hat or whatever oh yep mm-hmm. chicken hat but, like, even in Dark Souls, like, if you accidentally equip a weapon that you don't have the strength or dexterity, whatever requirements for, like, it viscerally shows you. You go to swing it, and your guy's going to swing it clumsily, and he's going to maybe get two, three swings out of it, as opposed to, like, seven with a sword you can use. So, right, like, you're... I feel like he has some right points. They could do better explaining, but at the same time, if you actually just play, it'll show you why and why things don't work. Yeah, there's, like, there's a... There's a sweet spot. Yeah, you know, if it had a better of... tutorial, I'd say. Yeah, I think I think more was... people would and be. Also, that tutorial was something where it's like, are people gonna jump down the hole, yeah. or are they gonna just keep you know walking past it? You know what I mean? So there's another thing too. Like, it's also it? like I, I'm sure a lot of people don't get that like the first bar- boss in most Dark Souls games is gonna kill you. <laughs> yeah, like you're not gonna have a good time. Yeah, like you you really aren't that guy. You're gonna get or your just ass even up. when you walk out into the main world and you already have a fucking tree guardian just hanging out that could yeah, like and it just you looks don't like know what you're guy doing, just you stomps your him. dick in. Yeah, he looks like oh my god, he's a gold he's a guy in golden armor. You'd think I'd be able to walk up and make friends. He might be telling me where the Nope, nah, nope, boss bar comes up, you're like, what the fuck? And he's just comes out of fucking like the sky just drops down and just fucks your shit and i'm like oh my god why did this happen but you know like, like i said like i just that i'm trying to find a, a good way to figure out what nuance is because goose was telling me i don't have that which i could say that is something that i'm, I'm working on currently no, i'd but, say that guy has a point but 
keep it to a tutorial and don't hold my hand throughout like a Dark Souls S experience. Like, give me everything I need to know at the tutorial, and then don't tell me anything again. Like, let me figure it out. Yeah, that's a good. Or just and what's it? Because they did even and I can even come up with things to talk about where like they do give you like those tutorial panels too. Like, if you go into like the because I'm replaying it now, trying to actually beat the game this time because I never beat it the first time after I quit. But like what I'm going through now, if I forget something, I'll literally they have like those little little snippets and like the lore se- sections where they kind of explain to you all the shit. And I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, okay, this this was good. I needed I needed help with that. But yeah, you're right. They they could give you a, a good uh actual like talking to like this is what this means. This is what this is gonna do. This is how this you know. So. Yeah, and I don't think. I mean, you'll get the the veteran soul players that are like, oh, we don't need that. But I mean, forget them. Yeah. Well, now that and. And I mean, the people that are like that, the diehards that are like, oh, make Dark Souls the same all the time. If Dark Souls was the same all the time, we wouldn't have Elden Ring. Right. If they didn't try to sell it to a bigger market, we wouldn't have an open world Dark Souls game. The whole reason why it's open world is so it could reach more players. Exactly that. Exactly that. And the more players and the more money and the more shit rolling into FromSoft... It hopefully results in more and better FromSoft games. FromSoft isn't a company that shits out games. They they tend to take their time. Right. And like so the... far, they haven't pulled the CD Projekt Red. Everything they've done has just been immaculate. I mean, unless yeah, God of War Ragnarok of is the best game ever, I can't imagine anyone winning Game of the Year but Elden Ring. True. Yeah, I don't, I don't remember them putting out something from the get-go that was just like, oh, this is unplayable. (laughs) Even way back when they were still making, like, mech games, I played those on, like, the PlayStation, and they were fun. Um, So we watched this one YouTuber, uh, DJ Peach Cobbler, who is a fucking madman. (laughs) uh, He was talking... Yeah, he had a video... He had an Elden Ring video game. So what do you think is, like, the, the next... I do think that was a send-off. Thing. I, yeah. I agree with him. I think Elden Ring is a send-off. You don't have something like that majestic and different from your formula while still playing like homage to all the things you've done before. It, it, it literally felt like, like you said, it felt like a goodbye. Like, this is our magnum opus for this type of game. It was awesome. I'm glad you all enjoyed playing this shit but we're on to new endeavors, which I think they are. I think they are uh, planning on, like, another mech... Uh, I don't know if it's Mech Warrior, Mech Assault, one of those two, but I think they're planning a different... Oh, sorry, no, it's Armored Core. I think they're planning another Armored Core game. Okay. So I think they're going with a different IP. That's even better. I mean, wow. I'm holding like out this... hope for Bloodborne 2 one day just because that was so fucking fun, but... I understand if they want to go a different direction. And I mean, it, it, it's creativity. How often can they spice up the same kind of gameplay? And I think Elden Ring is where they took it to the top. They salt bait everything they had. And they were like, this is the spiciest thing we could come up with. Enjoy it. We're going to go do something else. Yeah, enjoy it while it lasts. Because even at this point, if though. they did put something else, like... It would be DLC. Right? Yeah, could you really go back to like... A linear Dark Souls after playing Elden Ring, like I could for fun, 
but like to be an I could go back to Dark Souls and play it, but to have you know quote unquote Dark Souls four and it'd be back to like the almost linear you could go wherever you want, but it's confined to this size map type thing. I don't think yeah, I'd I want even, to do it after I've just even being heard able a to of deep dives talking about how this was essentially just Dark Souls four, five and six. Like this is like yeah, you know I mean? like, here here it was. Because, like, at the end of the day, I would just want to get back on the horse and just ride across Kalid or something. Right. Which it is It is nice going back down memory lane, I will say. Oh, for sure. It, like, I, I took about a good few months off just trying to do other th- other things, and I got back to this, and I'm like, yeah, no, this is fucking... I remember why I love this game to begin with. And all, like, the, the shit I was talking to Seti about well, last week... I talked about it with you, too. Uh, just how, like, the, the lessons that it teaches you. At least for me, because like I'm an open, I'm definitely open world guy. So all the shit that it got to teach me about just how to, you know, d- don't fucking spend so much time in this one area if it's if it's fucking like go somewhere else, like it, mm-hmm. or or just learn for yourself. Do this, do that. Like I, I owe so much of like my I guess my my new awakening for a, from a video game, essentially just like oh my god, like I I got my face dragged against the concrete for long enough. Where I was like oh okay, I, I gotta fucking change. I gotta my go mindset try here. something else. Try a different I gotta weapon. Th- I gotta think of something shit. else. And so yeah, no, like, thank God for video games like that, and that's that's where I'm gonna be for this. I so I guess video game and story this week. I'm gonna combine it into one. But yeah, no, that was a good talk. Let's move on to our uh, third role. Oh God! Unless you want to talk more about something else. But, no, go uh, for it. Alrighty then. Rolling up that we got. Ooh, okay. This one is number two. Impersonation. Oh God. Do your best impression, and then I have to try the same. Oh, no. Uh, okay, so I guess that's just the one that said he put in there. So, uh, I don't have any... Like, I did I did do, like, a, a small... I don't know if you're listening to that episode where I did where I made fun of Trump, like, in Kaijus. <laughs> <laughs> for Pacific Rim. But, I don't know, I'm just not... They're great. Go- They're wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna make yeah. America great again with these Kaijus. We're gonna build. We're gonna make them build that wall, and then we're <laughs> gonna put them behind it. <laughs> but yeah, no, Jesus said impersonation. He really gave us one for for that. All right. Um, let's see. I remember back in the day, I used to have a really good golem. I don't know if I could do it anymore. I don't, I gotta have enough. Uh, I gotta like watch Lord of the Rings movies again, just so I can. I'm gonna go that. hide in a hole for like three days. Hey, that that motherfucker was in ye- hundreds of years. That got him to look like that. If we're gonna get real nerdy, uh, let's see impersonations that I can think of. Uh, who was that one comedian that was really good at doing them? Like uh, he he did a few for. Actually, there's a there's a lot of comedians. Now I'm thinking about like I know Kevin Pollock's got a good Christopher Walken. I know. I was gonna Tom say Zon Christopher Walken's like a pretty classic one to go to. Oh yeah, like oh Jesus, just you're looking at my friend him. all wrong. I was just about to say, fucking Joe Dirt. <laughs> I'm stabbing the face with a soldering iron. Like, oh, God, that was just... Just, actually, just Christopher Walken. I love that man. No matter what movie he's in, it just, to me, it makes it better. I think. Give me your Flash. best Green Goblin. Oh, God. Uh, oh, my God. <laughs> Good luck, Spider-Man. Yeah, God, God speed, Spider-Man throws the grenade. That whole fucking meme. I love it. <laughs> There's an account. Spider-Man. 
I think there's an account that like posts that one video like every day, and I, I think I should follow it because when I first saw that, yeah, I uncontrollably fucking laughed. Like, uh, God, I, it was like, of course, super early in the morning when I shouldn't be awake, and I see that shit, and I just lose my fucking mind. Oh God, yeah, Godspeed, Spider-Man. That's <laughs> it's so stupid. It's so stupid, but it gets to you. Is sometimes you just need that hu- that dumb that dumb humor that you know because remember when before, was it, someone made that quote of course on the internet that was talking about before this whole culture came about we were literally just hanging around in our friend circles just quoting Anchorman or quoting you know or just yep. quoting fucking different shit that we watched in the past that we didn't have memes and we kind of do it now by sitting around quoting memes but yeah, six panthers sixty percent of the time it works it works time. every time. Brick, where'd you get a hand grenade? I don't know. <laughs> Shit like that. Oh god, that was. Oh, actually, so to go off that one, what is your? I I always saw. I guess like Will Ferrell picked up the reins after Adam Sandler. You know what I mean? Like, do you, do you, are you picking up what I'm putting down? Whereas yeah. like he Adam Sandler had had his funny movie dynasty. And then that kind of tailed off, and he yeah, did the, a couple... the the dumb fun. Don't think, just watch movies. Yeah, like, like your Will brain's not processing up. when you're watching Billy, Billy Madison or something. You're just like, yeah, you're not thinking it. when you watch those movies. Those those aren't those aren't movies that sit down and make you really introspective about life. Those are just movies that you just turn on and have a good laugh. And nobody looks at well, Steve Buscemi putting on lipstick and just laying back, crossing out a hit list. And just having deep thoughts about it. You're just like, that's hilarious. Right? Or just that whole speech at the end of it where he's, uh, in no way, shape, or form did that have anything to do with the original point. And he goes on this another fucking couple of two, three insults and he goes, you are awarded no points and may God have mercy on your soul. (laughs) All of us are dumber for having listened to what you have just said. That's that's definitely um, my favorite, I guess, the Movie. Yeah, he he definitely, I'd say he picked up the reins like stuff like Anchorman and like Talladega Nights, Step Brothers. You just go watch that in the theaters and laugh with your boys, right? Who's uh? So who do you think picked up the reins after Will Ferrell? Damn, that's a I want to say Kevin. I want to say Kevin Hart tried to do it because he put out a few. Don't think he tried, and I'd say for not to be that guy, but for quote unquote mainstream. I'd say definitely Kevin Hart. Right? Like, I feel like that. For that, that kind of, like, long. dumb fun, though, for a while until he dropped the ball, I'd also say Justin Roiland. Because, like, early seasons of Rick and Morty, it was just, like, turn off your oh, brain. Oh, well, well, now fun. we're talking about now we're talking about TV. I was, I yeah, was but okay, I, I just meant general that. feel, like, people who were just making dumb fun. Right. And then for some, and then somehow Judd Apatow, with his fucking movies, kind of had a main like a, a steady progression through each one of the phases, where he always he always put out one or two films during those during those reigns, I will call it, and to where like there was like solid hit pieces. So yeah, I can't think of anyone that would be like aside from Kevin Hart, be like the modern Will Ferrell, quote unquote, right. There's uh, I mean, you go lump the rock in with him because they're basically in everything together. 
Yeah, now they're buddy buddies. Um, and he did, uh, yeah, and he even I know even Kevin Hart actually got Will Ferrell for a couple of films too. So yep. I mean, like, that's that. But anyway, we, that we totally sidetracked from the impersonation thing because we are boring ass people who don't have really good impersonations. Sorry, folks. Hey, folks, that's why you got to write in so we can have better ones to do for the future reference. And so now I guess said he's not going to be hopping on with us because he's still busy. But we'll just finish it off now. Like, we talk about philosophy in this last segment, and we didn't get to get to that part last time because we all want to take Mabel out, but I feel like we could, we could definitely nail it this time around. So philosophy. Uh, kind of the, we do this segment to like kind of like wrap up everything that we've been talking about for the whole podcast. So we, we hit a lot of topics. You know, we did talk about fighting, talk about this, that. So, like, I guess what would be your, I guess, in closing, what would be your philosophy to impart to the folks out there, brother? From no, from especially because there's two of us that we've known each other for so goddamn long. I already know we, we are pretty good with going back and forth with our own philosophies. Like we're pretty similar in that regard to our viewpoints. But like so, any, but anything that you might want to be able to get out there to talk to the folks and let them know about, we could rip off of that for a little bit. Um, I'd say find something you like, pick something you really enjoy, and pour yourself into it until it's boring. And then when it's boring keep going just keep pouring yourself into this one thing despite your apprehension about it despite what people might say about it you know so long as that thing is legal right yeah that's definitely that's that's a good way to preface it like don't be don't be like i could be the best bank robber on the planet right like i think you know what i want to be drug kingpin like no maybe not you know (laughs) let's keep it if you're passionate about society Keep doing it until it's boring, and when it's boring, keep doing it because you like it. And if you hit that state of boring and you keep doing that thing, I feel like that that's that's one thing. That's one of the purposes for you being around. If you find something and like you could do it every day to the point where it's like you don't even think you're just doing whatever you're doing. There's a reason you're doing that. That that's part of your life. It's it's supposed to be part of your life. So keep doing it, keep refining it, and find out why it means so much to you. And hey, maybe even spread the word of it. That's what I do with Muay Thai. I fucking love Muay Thai. I watch fights every fucking day. I'm there six days a week. I teach. I train. At this point, I should hate it, but I hit that point. I hit that point where I was just like, why am I even doing Muay Thai? This is boring. I'm doing the same thing every day. And then I went a week without it. And that week was the longest week of my entire life. Every day I was miserable. I just felt shitty. I felt off. And that first day back in the gym, I was like, fuck, this is why I do it. Like, this is, it makes me feel good. It makes me feel good to, to train. It makes me feel good to teach people, to see them grow, to see myself grow. So, yeah, yeah no, I get pick it. something It's kind of like when you're going. sick. You know, you, you get that thing when, like, you're sick. And, like, the first day, you're like, okay, it's a nice, I get to have, like, this... It's not nice because you're sick, but it's like, like I know, got the house to myself. Yeah, I have you know, responsibility. It's like, okay, I could just chill and it's fine. But then after the first day, though, I start losing my mind. Yeah, like, <laughs> I, I gotta go fucking do something. Right? Like I just feel like I like even though I hate work sometimes, like just even just the the fact that I'm going out there, I'm being productive, I'm I'm making someone's day. You know, I'm doing something that's good. You know, I I need that. Like I can only be a hermit for so fucking goddamn long. You know what? I'm gonna piggyback going that too. Um, what you said there that do something for someone fucking try to like at least yeah, once folks. daily do something i don't care if it's just holding a door open like this place sucks everything kind of sucks just be a good person 
Try to make right? someone's day. We only got each other, folks. So, like, because I I try to preach all the time about how, like, at the powers that be, all that bullshit. Like, yeah, no, you go out there, vote the way you think is gonna actually change stuff. Complete Hopefully anarchy. Grab your rifles. We meet. No. <laughs> we meet under the bridge at dawn. No, vote how you want to. Six separate tyrannies. You know, do all that shit. But when it comes down to it, they don't give a fuck about you. You know what I mean? Like, and at the end of the day, if you really gotta go out of your way to fucking like. What's it calls it? Like you gotta break a couple rules to make someone's day. Fucking do it. Like they're not yeah. gonna stop. Like you know, just, just don't, just don't be fucking crazy about it. Like the 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 bull, the illegal bullshit that I've done in, over the years. You know yeah. I mean? like, or like I said, just do something simple. Like even just holding the door. I held the door open for a little old lady the other day, and she was so fucking nice. She walked by. She was like, "Your mother raised you right." And I was like, "Oh, you know, I'm just trying the best I can." She goes, "She would love to hear that." And I was like, "You know what? That made me feel good for no reason." Right? Like she went out of her way to be else. nice out of just, you know, a simple thing of just holding a door open. She could have just walked in, could have just said thanks, but, you know, she went out of her way to make me feel good. I have that uh, that reaction, too, and it's, like, kind of inverse, where it's, like, if someone that I know and love, like you or, like, Goose or, like, people that care about me, that they or my, my parents even, like, you know, it's just people that are in those positions, like, the, of family to me, like, I will always, like, not take their good praise that seriously because i'm like oh well they're kind of like obligated to versus like if i see a complete stranger on the street and i help them do something and then they have something nice to say about me that kind of means more i don't know if that makes any sense yeah, they don't know you so they don't know like your character it's not like oh i know Corey. he's always gonna hold that door open for someone or he's always gonna go you know do x y and z they have no idea so like when you do something nice for them they're genuinely like oh shit that's a good person Right, that was right. a nice act. Right, and it's it's that simple, folks. Like the like I like I've been saying before, like those lawmakers, the fucking legislators, the fucking politicians, the lobbyists, all the bullshit. They don't give a shit about what we do. They're only trying to look about their own interests. So do what we got to do for each other. Help people out. Fucking just join your local Muay Thai gym. Well, we got yeah. Join your local Muay Thai gym. Fucking go take a fucking class to you know for you know, to try to benefit. I took a fucking paramedic class or, or, or EMT class. Didn't go over for very long because I had a lot of bullshit. But just fucking just try to be a benefit to society because holy shit, like we're gonna need it sooner or later because this isn't the way that things are going now, folks. I, I hate to be a prophet of doom online like everyone else is, but I don't know, man. Like I just feel like when it comes down to it, winter is coming and we need to make sure that. We take care of each other. Hey, man, you, you can find me in the apocalyptic pit fight ring. I'll be there. <laughs> Just doing like my I said, thing. I, I think we're at that point where it's not going to – when the when the collapse happens, I don't think it's going to happen the way that fucking we see it in all the movies. It's going to be like we're still going to have to go to work. And that's, you know what I mean? Like, well, that, that'll I, be my job. Right? Professional but I wasteland but I think pit that, fighter. I think we're already hit it. At some point, you know what I mean? Like we're just we just but too big to fail as a as a country as a society. We're ju- we're just so. It was when Harambe went, man. That that could have been it. it Harambe could've... did it. it Harambe totally Harambe was actually like a god made flesh, and we took him out. And that brought about the end times. After that, and we've been trying to struggle for it ever since. But like I said, we're, we're we gotta we gotta worry about each other, folks. Like I I took out. I, I hate to keep. 
boasted about this, but like you know, take out your community, you know that you get that you got. Well, don't don't take out your community. Please. Not yeah, no, I, I talk about the dinner. You know what I mean? Do nice. <laughs> please don't take like out that. your community, people. Right? Yeah, Jesus Christ, that's he be told used. us to take out the community. Yeah, I was gonna say that's gonna be used in a wrong fucking way. Oh God, no, take them out to dinner, do something nice, help them out when like you know when you're this winter when you're shoveling your sidewalk, fucking go help out, shovel the whole thing. You know, get, get your neighbors once while you're at it. You know, just, just do something to let people know that there is some goodness of the world. Because you know what? I was in this dark fucking spot where I didn't think they were in it, but there are a lot of people out there. Yeah. That and I mean, are I like know, that. I know that myself personally folks. that I deal with a you know, bunch of shit daily like everyone does. And I'm very much one of those people that's like, yeah, bottle it up, bottle it up, bottle it up. We'll let it out eventually. And then, you know, the smallest thing could happen and... You don't know that. So I drop my shoe. I drop a glass I was holding. That could be the fucking day I snap. But someone says something nice to me that day. <laughs> that gives me a whole reason to be like, all right, settle down, calm down. There's no reason to be this upset. You know, there's other good things happening. It's not just the bad shit. Right. And even so, like, I was, um, I forgot to even start off with a quote, but there's, uh, you know, me, I'm a fucking Tolkien file but i have one. Oh, okay let's let's hear it <clears throat> it's a poem by a spanish bullfighter and it goes bullfight critics ranked in rows crowd the enormous plaza full but only one is there who knows and he's the man that fights the bull and i oh. carry that written down in my wallet and i carry it everywhere and it's a it's a dual meaning thing it's very much the practical meaning for me of i am a guy in a ring Nobody knows knows what I'm going through while I'm in there. But the other moment is, the other reasoning is why I carry it is, um, God, ADHD hit hard right there. Instead of just being that guy in the ring, like, you don't know what people are going through in general. Like, everyone's in their own fight. So, like, be wary of that, almost. Dude, that's fucking awesome, bro. I didn't... Yeah, I no, carry this in my wallet every single day. It's a uh, JFK carried it in his wallet all the time too. Huh. I'm also a big supporter of JFK, but it was a Spanish poem. I can't remember who wrote it, but a matador wrote it. That's fucking dope. But I think it has the dual purpose of like the person in the ring, the matador, what have you. You know, they're the only one that knows what they're feeling, and you yourself are the only person that knows what you're feeling, knows what you know, whatever you're battling, fighting, what have you. Whether it be depression, anxiety, you know, life itself. Yeah, that I could have used that fucking <laughs> I was going through my shit. Holy Jesus. Yeah, no, because I would get so fucking pissed off at my, you know, at my mother or, you know, just other people, my parental type figures in my life or just some people like in administration at work, you know, where it's like, how come like I feel like growing up at least like. All these adults, I'm going to use air quotes here, people can't see this, but all these adults, they knew what they were doing, and they just chose to do their other thing. And so that would piss me off to no end. But Turns out no one knows. No, no one knows doing. what they're doing. Yeah, no one does, folks. Like, we're all just trying to figure this shit out for ourselves. I say and... this often, and I mean it with all of my heart, mind, and soul. Every once in a while, go outside at night and just look up and just realize... That you are on a fucking rock (laughs) (laughs) that is flying through space at incomprehensible speeds. 
around a fucking sun. That's like, so fucking hot, we can't even you know comprehend the heat of it as well. It's so far away, but we have to wear sunscreen. <laughs> like, just go out there, stare at the sky for a minute, and just realize that we're really small things, and the things that bothered us aren't that big of a deal. They are, obviously, but in the grand scheme of things... It ain't that bad. It keeps going. This rock's gonna right. keep going. We're all on it. It's gonna keep going when we're all off it. So you gotta, yes, you uh, gotta have the mentality of that rock once in a while, right? Just fucking, just withstand, withstand the fucking punishment. Because I don't Fuck think, all, I don't think people really realize that that is a fucking miracle that we're just here every day. Yeah, that I used to get so pissed off. I was like, oh, be, you gotta be grateful. You gotta be grateful, cause blah blah. blah. But it's like I, I ever have a day where you wake up and you slept wrong, and like ah oh, fuck, and the whole day you're just fucking, you can't move, right? Yep. Like I fuck just just that little thing taught me, like yeah, no, me waking up the same way, being able to walk and talk and move and breathe and all this shit, that shit ain't guaranteed, folks. Like, so that whole thing about gratitude, like it's fucking real. I and I was some pissed off fucking person before that would think what do I gotta be grateful for? The world's fucking on the world's on fire, blah blah blah, this and that all this bullshit, but I'm just like, you know what? I woke up today and that's something that John was, before he passed, you know, John was always like you know, his perfect day, he's like I woke up today, I got a kiss from the dog, you know, everything was good you know, I I got got to see you guys and I I just never, I was like, bro, you're dying like, you're literally fucking dying how are you so, like, and like you said, like you just he was grateful to still have that one day. And I think we all got to, you know, we all could take a lesson for that. We don't got to be dying of fucking cancer to have that thing of, yeah, no, like I'm grateful that I'm here and able to be sitting here. I'm, like this podcast fucking last week, we couldn't even get this fucking shit to work. So I got to be grateful that it works today. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, literally know, not even the website would work. We had nothing. <laughs> right. And it just did not go well for at on all metrics. But I mean, like. That gave me the appreciation for today. And that big spinny rock was telling us, maybe works. today's not the day. Yeah, today's the Baldur's Gate day. <laughs> like, that's how that one went. But, yeah, no, like, I, I just... I mean, life's crazy sometimes, folks. The, oh, the world, every day. Every the world ain't crazy. as... The world ain't... Or, or your world, I should say, ain't as crazy important and fucking all life all, as you might think it is. You know what I mean? Like, you're going to wake up tomorrow, like, we're, your shit, it's going to keep on mixing in with everyone else's fucking shit. <laughs> like, and we're all in it together, and we just got to be nice to each other. All this other. Like, a lot of fucking bullshit, happy fucking Mr. Rogers type lessons here. Yeah. But And, like, I mean, don't like, get me wrong. I'm not preaching some hippy-dippy, be nice all the time, let's live in a combine and sing kumbaya to each other. Like, don't get that close to me, but I'll be cool to you. <laughs> just be cool right, to people. No. You know, I still carry, even though I have. You know, I, mean, I still, like, I know there are people who are vehemently against these ideas that I fucking preach. Just be, but, just, just try to be cool, right? That's like, all. all. You it, don't it, have to be anything costs, crazy. It costs nothing to be a, a decent person. You know what I mean? Besides, maybe a little bit of your pride, I guess. You know what I mean? But like, it literally costs nothing to just look but at the situation. It's twenty twenty two. We all and have far of, too much of that anyway. Right, and we're all broke as it is, and so really just fuck it, right? Like at this point, like we're all broke, we might as well just spend it all on being decent to each other, like for fuck's sakes. Or we but... spend all that money on some rifles, and we meet under the bridge. 
Oh, shit. Raph, <laughs> speaking of, I got to... Th- Jeez, thank you for being a good guest and reminding me of all the shit that I have to do. Because <laughs> I got to do... This week's. we're going to talk about our giveaway. Let's see here. Wouldn't it be funny if you won it? They'd be like, be it's funny. fucking rigged! <laughs> Let me get the list up. I got the list. Let me put in... I got some more numbers to put up on here, too. I'm so happy about that. It's one free we- ticket to a derelict theme park. Right. All right. We have number twenty-five today. Is our number? So let's look at the notes. Come on, notes. Fucking hell, technology. I was just trying to talk about how this is good. All right, twenty-five is. Holy shit! Is tw- okay. Uh, congratulations, Sash. You are <laughs> our. She's our editor. So <laughs> she won this week. So holy hell shit, yeah. we're getting. We'll get in contact with you, lady, and we'll see what kind of, uh, since I know how to reach you, and I know you're going to respond to me, we'll we'll see what kind of shit we could get for you. Or if you want to pay it forward and give it to one of your friends, you could do that, too. But, you know, holy shit, that's funny. Uh, good job, Sash. The game is rigged. It's been rigged since the start. I'm telling you guys, like, it's it's really not. You gotta, you gotta, please believe me! You know what I mean? Like, and, uh, what's it called? Last week's uh, winner, she, uh, messaged me, too. She got her $10 uh, Starbucks card. Very nice. And uh, we're still looking for Cecil Varlick and James Marr. Those two are still MIA. We still got to give them their shit. Come so, on down. Get your shit. Right? Come on down. But All right. You got anything last before we cut her off right here? And uh, let's see. Do I want to rep out the, what's it called? The, the GoFundMe and the shit one last time for the folks? Oh, good Lord. And the gym. that link again. Or not. Well, just, just look. Yeah, I'll just send just you the link. Oh, uh, yeah. Okay. It's uh, Mike Alves MMA. On Twitter, Instagram, everything. M I K E A L V as in Victor E S M M A. And we will look get me the up. Link follow your boy's it. journey. And we will support you. And we will keep. And you're welcome to come on anytime. Now that this shit works, you know what hell I mean? yeah. Like, and you got to drag your ass over here at some point before you leave. And we got to get somewhere Baldur's Gate in. Oh, for sure. So. For sure. But that that concludes this week, folks. And you still got time for you to take care of your shit before you got to go. So we love you guys. Thank you again for listening. And we'll catch you on the next one. Thanks for having me. Thanks uh, for listening, guys. All right. Peace out. Peace. Hey guys, we're, this is like a little extra part for episode yo, 10. Yo, gamers versus the system. We're back. We just wanted to, well, said he was busy when we recorded with Mike, but we just wanted to like, you know, kind of come back and give you guys like a little shout out. Like, thank you for sticking with us for 10 episodes and shit. So we're going to like, you know, do a little bonus feature here where I'm just going to tack this on at the end of the episode. We're going to just do like a roll or two and. You shoot the shit for a little bit, and Seti, how's about you let us know what you experienced this last week, because you are <laughs> going through it, brother. Am I? Uh, just all the busyness with all the showcases and stuff like that? I'm just trying to get out there and trying to find people who want to help me build this shit up. Uh, it's kind of a pain in the ass, but I gotta stick with it. All these meetings, all this struggle is going to pay off at some point so i'm gonna just keep keep at it no giving up you know giving up on giving up and see what comes out of it i like it and we're gonna get through it together
Because, you know, that's all we got. We got each other, man. We're going to do it. And uh, what? Uh, anything you've been watching lately? Or have you just been really just busy, kind of? Because I know you want to do, like, the Media Digest stuff. All right. Um. Damn. I think I actually did finish a couple of shows. Hold on. Let me pull out my little... My little show tracker where I put all my shows that I finished. <laughs> uh, I just finished a couple of shows that were just absolutely horrible. Oh, of yeah. course, it's anime, so don't <laughs> don't expect any better from me, okay? Like, you already know. Uh, there's one called Parallel World Pharmacy or Pharmacy in Another World where some dude gets reincarnated as the god of medicine and he's also a pharmacist who I guess died or something so yeah he's all about medicine and helping people and it's a cute little show I enjoyed it I really liked it um I don't know it's not for everybody I mean it wasn't that great but I finished it so I felt proud hey well that's something yeah. And of course, trying to keep up with uh, House of Dragons, but, you know, gotta wait for that shit. Yo, is, is that like the, I think Game of Thrones used to be on Sundays, right? So is this also on Sundays? That's a great question. I don't even know. Like, I watch it on HBO Max, so I just catch it whenever it comes out. I'll check it periodically to see, like, oh, oh, there it is. It's a new one. Hey, hey. And then I'll, you know, pop some popcorn or pour a drink and chillax. Jesus, yeah. I just feel like I just dated myself, like waiting for when the episode drops, all that shit like that. <laughs> like, like the premiere dates are going back to the old days. The old days. When I was, when I was your age, we went to the Blockbuster. We had a grand old time. <laughs> yeah, but uh, that's that's what I've been doing as far as shows go. I think I finished another one too, but it was so shitty. I don't even want to mention it. Like, I don't want people to know how how addicted to anime I am. So we're just gonna leave that one off the table. <laughs> okay. We won't. We we will just gloss over that. I'm sure if they uh, message us for the details, we'll give them the details. But sure. I don't know. But Why anywho, not? we want to congratulate Sachi again. Like, thank uh, thank you, girl, for Sachi doing all of our fucking bullshit. And then you also get to win something for once. So this is awesome for you. Thank you very much. And uh, so yeah, let's uh, let's get to a roll. What do you say? Um, yeah, I don't have the list pulled up here. Do you? It's all right. I have the list pulled up. Look Yo. at me, prepared for once. Right. Uh, ooh, seventeen. Oh, this is awesome. All right, so actually, Mike came up with this. Uh, what was it? Mike and I were talking last week and or a couple days ago, and we we uh, this was one that he came up with. Um, like, what RPG element would you like in real life? What RPG element? Yeah, I mean, like if you're going through like the the game space, and you know, if you could like just pick one like little element type deal to how your what's it calls it your your the the world that you live in would be in, like what would it be? RPG element. I mean, I guess I would have to go with holy. I mean, holy is the one where you get to heal people and any kind of white magic or healing. I'm I've always been partial to healing. I like being a healer. So my element would be holy for sure. Okay. Well, there's the yeah. thing. Well, I didn't mean element as in like, you know, like that sort of thing, but okay, the healing aspect. You want to be able to 
lay hands and be able to just uh, fucking heal major minor wounds and shit. That's pretty cool. For sure. That's always what I do. You know, if I go... If I play an RPG, I try to play healer. If it's a multiplayer game, I try to play healer. Like, uh, Plants vs. Zombies, my favorite character is a little flower that heals people. <laughs> you know, I've always... I don't know what it is. I just like healing. Okay. Uh, maybe I would actually like to have char- like a character progression sheet. <laughs> like if I could actually have like a concrete like list of like, all right, this is these are my skills. This is what I'm. Uh, this is I'm I'm leveling up in this. You know what I mean? Like I'm, my experience. Like I wish I could have sort of like a, a little way to keep tabs and all that shit. But like I don't. Maybe there is like a kind of thing that's like in reality that you can kind of so like what, you just want the ability to level up i mean is that is that what you're trying to say no i want to be able to see see your own stats it. yeah i want to be able to check my stats see how i'm doing like see what i need to improve see okay what's going on there you know it, it, it would be good it'd be more instead of having to rely on some people be like yo you're being a you're like you suck or you or like, or like hey like you're really great like i want to have like a legit like let me let me see my progress tracker let me see mm. my, my character sheet let me see where my XP's at. Let me see what I what what skills I put I, I uh fucking I bought along the way. You know what I mean? Skills I don't even right. know that I fucking like had like oh wait I fucking when did I have this as a skill? To, you know what I mean? Like that'd be something where like I don't know. There's shit that I have no idea if I'm good at or not. Like I I might be good at it. I forget who the fuck knows. But yeah, just hmm. I guess something like that maybe. Yeah, just a little a way to track your progress would be helpful. Right. I feel like that'd be really good for people who are like like building stuff, like make like like you. You know, that'd be really good to see like, all right, where is this actually leading towards the <laughs> is this actually the right thing that I'm doing right now? Or is this gonna set me back a bit? Like, who knows? Yeah. Um, unfortunately you never know. So right. yeah, you're right, it would be helpful. I could have been cheap as it respawn, but I mean like yeah, no, I don't <laughs> Just the ability to come back to life, fuck it. It's just a bad idea. I'm immortal you know, now. You don't want me respawning. That's not I good. want immortality. Just straight up the cheapest, most cheatest thing. <laughs> you want to be like the vision, just walk through fucking uh, right. an army of people, just getting your fucking shit lit the fuck up and replace your body kit. Like, <laughs> right? That'd be wild. Right I don't here. know. I guess I, I guess I picked a humble one. I didn't, I wasn't really thinking like too too big i just want to be able to heal people and myself resurrect oh, motherfuckers good. white well magic. now we're talking now now we're talking about you know the you you will be able to bring people back like oh shit you're down <laughs> yeah so people at that point people will have multiple lives just, Truly. You, you, you'll be like that old mystic uh or what's it, like a shaman figure mm-hmm Man, I, I really, I really fucking wish you kept going through leftovers because that's like a whole big thing towards like the second, like like the latter half of the second season, shit like that. But let's put it, you know, it's that's all for done with. I keep bringing up that fucking show, but it just does. It just I don't know. So it's like your favorite fun. show, bro. It's all good. It is. It's it's one. It's one of the my favorite ones up there. Besides that, like a lot of HBO shit is like really good for me. Like that True Detective that I just finished up. Um, like Band of Brothers was really great when it first came out. That like just like you know, I'm just HBO was the shit when it came to television back in the day. 
like it. I, I haven't watched anything they have they have now, but I mean, like, it's, I don't know. Like, is that is that me getting older? Is that like I saw a video on YouTube that was like, uh, "Is gaming dying, or are we getting older, or something to like that extent?" Gaming is dying. It's not our fault. It's it's their fault. Everyone would happily play games if there were good games to play, but they don't. They don't do that anymore. They uh, they fucked up the game. They fucked up the whole industry. They sucked out all the creativity, and they, I mean, just look what happened to Rockstar, my dude. It's as simple as that. They fucked it up. Well, now you're it starting to sound nice. like me. Jesus Christ. <laughs> no, it's, I mean, it's, it's the truth, man. Like, why even sugarcoat it? Like, they decided that money was more important than artistic expression, and they brought it down to this level. They made the games easier. They made the games like sequel after sequel and they focus more on uh you know just making digital items than actually making games like everybody wants to crib the fortnite model of digital items and digital currency and you know make your money that way just milk something until it just runs into the fucking ground (laughs) stop beating that horse when it stops spitting out money Exactly, and it never will, because where else are you going to go? Like, that's the sad part. Like, where else are you going to go? Tabletop gaming. I mean, like, fucking D&D is awesome. But, I mean, there are people who don't want to do, like, yourself. You're not that type of person, which is okay. Yeah, I mean, everybody's different, man. Like, some people can get into it. It's okay. That's fine. You don't have to. But, I mean, there's that, and then, I mean, it's... To be, to be somewhat fair, I I do think it is maybe a little bit of both. I think it, I didn't finish the video, so then I'll have to go back and actually see what he says on it. But I I do think it's a little bit of both. I think it's the industry that they just sold their soul for money, and I think it's partly be, and two us getting older, where it's we we have less resp- we have less time. As you as you know these days, like you're 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 scrambling for free time, so you just like you just said, like after we get off this, you're just gonna play division, and it's like because you were swamped for God knows how long. So it's like, but here's the thing: you make you can make time for what's important to you. It's just that no game is rising to the level of that importance anymore. Because I mean, why would you waste time? I mean, what what would you invest time into right now that would give you that kind of sense of reward and satisfaction? Like, ain't shit out there. I'm not one of these sweaty cod guys, so I don't care about Warzone. I'm 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 not really impressed by Apex Legends. Like, I don't know. You're not the battle royale type guy. Like Fortnite's no. not gonna be your thing, you know. So it's just like, what is out there? Like, yeah, you could sink time into a single player experience, but it's like. I I enjoy the multiplayer aspect now. I like playing with my friends, and you know that's what I'm looking for. They're not making the shit that I'm looking for, so why the fuck should I sit and you know why am I gonna keep coming back to something that's not for scratching that itch, fulfilling that need? It's like no. So I don't know. I think people would play if there was just shit out there for them to play. And look, I'm not saying there's nothing to play. There's some indie games that are out there, and there are a few good titles still out there, but I don't know, man. I think, I mean, Jesus Christ, I have an Xbox. Like, I have the Series X, 
the 4K goodness. I have, like, you know, I have the shit. I haven't touched it. <laughs> to play what? To play what? Uh, well, since you love Skyrim, you could play Skyrim with all the good mods. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> all the good mods there, bro. You know, you can fall out with all the decent mods instead of having to deal with PlayStation's bullshit. So, I mean, like, that's, I guess, one way to look at it positively. Uh, yeah, I've run that into the ground. But that, like, well, that would enforce you to buy Skyrim for the 27th million right. time. <laughs> It's like holy crap, my dude. Like I don't know. That's okay. I'm I'm gonna fix this problem. I'm working diligently to give us all something we can sink our teeth into and be proud of. Again, I want to bring back that gamer pride. You know, that's what I'm working on right now. Okay. So yeah, no, there's there's a good point to that. Where it's like if they actually put out something, maybe. But I was thinking, like I. And that's and that's me thinking like right now since there is nothing really out there for me to like fall in love with like I did like you know Elden Ring was great when it happened and then you know but it, I didn't I don't know it's like it was a really good game and I learned a lot of stuff from it and I fucking talked about it, hyped it up last episode but I still quit playing it after uh-huh. a while you know what I mean like is that a fault of the game or is that a fault of me then like, it's definitely a fault of the game. Like and then look, yeah, everybody has their own preferences, but if you make a game that's playable, people will play it. I mean, I think that's as far as it goes. Like, yeah, you can't win everyone over with every game. So yeah, maybe there's some personal preference there, but believe me, if they made a game that you wanted to play, you would fucking play it. Like <laughs> you wouldn't stop, you would keep going. <laughs> like, trust me. I mean I know you would. As I mean, I hope I, I hope there's a, a game that's in the works or something that's like the new crystal meth crack oh. epidemic type <laughs> shit where like it just grabs a hold of me and I spend every last dime on it. Like, you know, I just need to get that little last bit of fucking whatever, whatever. Uh, what's it? Ser- not serotonin. Um, I think it is serotonin. Dopamine. Oh, OK. Yeah. yeah, the little last bit of dopamine. Just fucking squeeze <laughs> it out until it fucking just I overdose on it and I just fucking die in front of my fucking system <laughs> hopefully that's the, that's the thing that's gonna come up with but man i don't know i we're did i get over it ourselves, bro like we're gonna have to make it ourselves that's why i'm because yeah, this so shit's hard. weak i guess because i'm not i'm not feeling it man i really do like I'll, I'll hop online now and i'll play a couple of minutes or something or maybe like an hour or two or something i'm like man i, I could do other shit not to say that it's not a you know it's it's there's people out that i mean because i remember folks i remember hopping on when i would get out of work at five o'clock and i'd be playing till like two o'clock in the morning with you guys like Uh it would be you know but we always we we had the community but like i don't know if i could recreate that man yeah well nostalgia is one thing but you know new experiences can take you there too you just have to find find something that's you know worth doing that's all I guess, but you know, until until I have that game in front of me that literally like rips me from my friends and family and makes it to where like I'm like no longer like I've turned into Gollum essentially for the video game. Uh, when that game comes out there, then maybe I'll change my opinion. But I I think it might be partially me. You know, it might be I'm kind of done with it for the most part. Maybe, I mean, but maybe, done in the maybe. sense of like you know what's it called? Like I said, people's tastes change. 
mean, especially because if I'm going to be starting to go out and compete and doing stuff like that, like, you know, I, I don't think I'm going to have the time for it, you know? Like, I will have the time to one or two days a week, you know, be able to hop on and play something. But, you know, now I'm, I'm watching more Bob Ross than I fucking, than I'm playing. Jesus. That's funny. Well, Mabel likes it, so it's on in the background sometimes. You know, I'm cooking, I'm doing other shit, you know, I have to clean up and stuff. I mean, you know, it's, it's a busy world. Sure. I mean, yeah, as you get older, obviously you're going to get busier, but, bro, if something is good, you will come back to it, like, it's just that there's nothing good right now. I mean, that's that's uh, that's how I feel. I feel like there isn't really shit out there. Like, like I said, I I bought the fucking system. I'm waiting. <laughs> I'm looking. I'm looking around. Like, where's the shit? Where is it? How how can you elevate this experience? I don't want to keep playing through the same bullshit. Like, you gotta give us something else here. Like, where's the creativity? Where's the the nuance, where are the stories, where are the, you know, where's the goodness, where's, where, where the fuck is it gone, like, it's still there, we know it's possible, we've played these things before, like, they just gotta get on their shits, stop dicking around, but you know what, I hope they just rest on their laurels, because it's gonna give me an opportunity to do something, <laughs> that's how I feel about it. As much as we're like, fucking get better, but also not right now. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, get yeah. better once we shake the shit up a bit, you know? Uh-huh. They'll have to at that point. Yeah, then we'll see what happens, you know? It's like, it's, you know, there's, I feel like there's there's definitely, just looking throughout history, too, like, you know, it's just, I, I can't say that video games, that whole industry, the whole world is outside the realm of, like, trends that go on historically throughout the centuries. You know, things, there's an ebb and flow of everything, you know, like where things are just like really fast paced. Like, cause you know, we, we had that time where everything was just improving and just a, a, a leap ahead of what came out before and this and that. And then, you know, there's, you got that times where everyone's kind of just like resting up and figuring stuff out and seeing what they want to do. And, you know, like I said, there's the ebbs and flows. I feel like we're, we might be at that, at that bottom part right now. Where hopefully, oh, pretty for soon, sure, you know, we'll shoot up. But like I said, there's I have not no, a doubt. Yeah, I have no desire to get a PS5 right now. Like I know friends might have gotten. I'm like, that's awesome. Like, but I wasn't like, you know, when I my friends got the PS4, I was kind of like, oh, let me go out and get. You know, <laughs> I just fucking rushed out to go get one. But now it's like, hey, you like, and I have the money for it, and it's like, hey, you know, like, you got a PS5 down. I'm just like, I don't like. That's good for you. I don't. I don't. I don't want one. There's no reason to get one. Like, I don't know. They have to give you a reason. Like, you shouldn't feel any type of way about it. Like, if they haven't given you a reason to buy one, why would you buy one? Like, they haven't given me a reason to buy one either. What the fuck? (laughs) Right. But then again, like, do you think the Council Wars thing, like Xbox One, this one? Or you think, like, how do you think? Because PS4, I think, won the last one. Really, console wars. Do. I don't even know, bro. Like, I don't. I just got the. I got the Xbox because I wanted to play Elder Scrolls, and they bought Bethesda. Microsoft bought Bethesda, and I was just like, "Well, yes, I want to play Starfield, and I want to play Elder Scrolls, so I guess I'm buying a fucking Xbox. It's as simple as that." So they gave me a reason. See, like, they gave me a reason to buy the shit. <laughs> 
Now, unfortunately, that game probably won't come out for like six years or something like that. <laughs> it'll, it'll, yeah, it won't be for this generation. It'll be for next generation. Jesus, they better not fucking pull that shit, dude. I swear to God. I will. Look, I'm not going to make any death threats over the internet, okay? Violence is bad, kids, but Todd Howard, I swear to Christ, do not fuck this up, okay? <laughs> don't do it, bro. Don't don't pull don't try to pull a destiny on us where you're like, "Oh, this is the game, but the real game is coming out." Or no, fuck that. Don't even don't even play. It's not even fun. And then uh, it's, then it's also like, hey, we got a, we have a roadmap. This is what it's gonna look like, you know, in, in ten please. years. You know, <laughs> please, please, please. I mean, do you have a like a what's it called? A, like, I mean, you've been looking into this stuff. You've been looking at the trends. You've been doing all this research for getting your project ready. Like, do you have? Do you see like a? Do you see a point where it will eventually like blow up? And I'm not. I'm not not to like just make it to where like oh my, when my game comes out that's when everything's gonna but like do you like let's just let's just take your game out of it for right now like like uh-huh. do you see though studying all the trends looking at what you've been studying and what you've been trying to put piece together for this because you got a lot of presentations that you've been doing and a lot of people have been asking questions and this and that so like have you have you like maybe seen where this is gonna go or like could like predict it on like you know to the best of your abilities you know not 100 percent accurate like you know, the like, entire industry or like just this generation or as far as like the next big game coming down the line is gonna go like what what uh what uh just the, like the overall direction of like where, where is it are we gonna see more people like killing the industry where like is that more of a real realistic future where they completely run it to where it's completely morally bankrupt and ideologically bankrupt and there's just fucking just completely just shills out for cash or is it gonna come to a point where there's a a hard fucking stop where they're just like wait like there's one developer you know other than you that's just like no i'm not gonna do this anymore i'm gonna turn this around and i'm gonna actually put out something and then it's gonna you know change like what do you what do you think realistically i mean i know you say take me out of it but if you take me out of it, I think everyone's kind of just going along to get along because if you look at Epic, the Epic Game Store and the way that they're trying to like suck in indie titles and put them on their platform so that they don't have freedom to like branch out and kind of go where they want to go and need to go to get big. You know, they get sucked onto their platform, and if they get too big, of course, what's going to happen? Epic is just going to buy them, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's 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 not going in a good direction. I'm going to just say that. Like, you say where it explodes? No, the question is, when will it implode? Like, <laughs> they're, they're, not, they're not making good moves for the consumer. That's why it's, it's the way it is right now. Like, people feel like they're getting ripped off. They don't feel like they're having fun. They don't feel like they're being really, you know, there's too many, like, patronizing fucking moves being made. They're pandering to the wrong people. They're, they're just doing weird shit right now. And it's like, get, what happened? Like, please try harder. Like, <laughs> uh, they're, they're just making a lot of weird-ass fucking moves right now. And, yeah, I, I really do think, like... Like I said, I bought an Xbox because I'm hoping that 
Microsoft and Bethesda will do something big and smart. And didn't didn't Microsoft buy fucking uh, Activision Blizzard too? I wouldn't be. I wouldn't doubt it. I know, like I they, they had, did. they, they. I know Microsoft really stepped their, their fucking shit up. Yeah, their acquisitions. But... They're like, we're buying everything good. Fuck you. Like, and it makes sense because yeah, Epic all, with is all the exclusives that came out for PS4. Like, well, yeah, they were, really they were not. <laughs> yeah, they weren't able to compete. So they were like, we gotta fix something. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. but that's what so... I'm talking about though. The competition was a good thing. It made them expand. So like, so you're saying, even regardless of all that progress that was made in terms of like what Microsoft learned, they're still gonna learn, figure out a way to fucking run into the ground. Yeah, because they only care about the money. Like they just care about winning. They don't care about doing better. They just care about the win. Like you know, they they care about checking boxes. They're not trying to bring more people on board. They want the numbers. They don't care about the cultural impact or you know, the artistic influence, they don't care about the soul of, like, you know, they don't care about cultivating a gamer community, they only care about how many subscribers, how many returning, you know, recurring revenue monthly, yearly, like, they just, you know, they only care about that kind of shit, and it's, it shows, and like I said, people feel like they're getting ripped off, they're buying these games that are, like, hollow shells, and, they get fixed like two years later, but by then it's like Jesus. <laughs> like how many more times do we have to get burned? Like it's not good. We're not in a good place right now, unfortunately. And it is because gaming has become more of a, a bigger system. And yeah, these purchases, these acquisitions and mergers, it's just making it even bigger. Like it, the change is gonna have to come from somewhere else. Like it's not gonna come from more corporatization, you know, it's it's gonna have to come from the outside. Okay. Yeah. And it'll so be you're taking me. that like you're taking that <laughs> Tim Dillon on Joe Rogan stance where it's like if you think that there's gonna be any hope and they're gonna get smarter and they're gonna get more, you're fucking dumb like you know what I mean? Like you're so essentially lo- abandon all hope for the industry. Um, there'll still be good games out there. I mean look, God of War is a great game. I'm still looking forward to Earth Defense Force 6. Um, I want, you know, I'll, I'll probably buy um, the next uh, Gran Turismo. Like, there's still good games out there. It's just they're much fewer and further between, you know. Like, the development cycle is longer for AAA games. It costs more to develop them. Um it's it's the, the the barrier is just getting higher and higher, and we gotta figure out ways to let more people in, get more eyeballs on different kinds of games, and have that kind of creative renaissance is what we need right now. Because we don't have a lot. Right, we're we're in the we're in the dark ages. We're waiting for the renaissance to hit. Right, for sure. That's what we're getting at. But like I said, that there's like I said, there's a ebb and flow. There's the history. I think you see it throughout. Just if you look at it enough, where it's like, yeah, there are periods where shit is bleak and shit is not good and shit fucking you know. But we, but then they all think that that's like the pinnacle of how shit is. And then of course something comes along and shakes the thing up, and you 
And we're hoping that not just you, but I'm hoping there's other folks out there, similar minds that you could all band together and change the industry because, you know, it's it's going to take more than one, I feel like. Yes and no. I'm going to put it like this. Me specifically, the way that I'm doing it is I'm approaching it from the currency level. So it won't matter what they do. (laughs) I know that sounds like arrogant as fuck, but because I'm approaching it from the currency angle, it's gonna force a lot of people to change. Like I'm, I'm forcing a change to happen. Like I'm pushing us over the edge. I'm, I'm, I'm cutting the parachute and teaching us how to fly. Like it ain't gonna, it's not gonna be able to remain the same. Like once you start doing these things, and yeah, I'm forcing an evolution. Like, cause they're not, they're not gonna do it willingly. They're just not. Why would they? They've, they've bought everything up and down, left and right. They've got all the exits covered. Like they're not gonna, they're not gonna change willingly because they're making all the money in the fucking world. <laughs> they don't see it as wrong. They don't see it as bad because they're, you know, they see the numbers and they're like, hey, people still buy this shit. We're millionaires, like, <laughs> and that's really all they right. care. Right. Well, do make a game that's just an like a a fraction of an improvement from the last game and you know which is put in as little effort as possible from the studio and then make back you know but they'll still make money off of it because people of will course. still buy it you know it, it's it is i think that's the where i kind of ended for the uh for the video that i was watching where they talked about that stuff before i started doing something else but huh. you know where it's like they yeah they'll, they'll put out yeah, they'll put it. They'll they'll they they described it to like how we have like the iPhone, the, the new the newest iPhone. It's like it's literally a different looking phone, but it's the same fucking phone. But people still flock out and buy them. You know what I mean? Because they always want the the majority of people, the majority of buyers. You know, because I'm not uh, my mindset, your mindset. You know, our mindset isn't the uh, one that's held by the majority of folks out there. People still, and and of course too, there's there's young folks coming up that never experienced what we experienced. So to them, like what's going on right now, this is like their crack. You know what I mean? This is what they're spending uh, all night on. This is what they're doing because yeah, no. this is what Fortnite, this is what's going on right now. Well, you know, Fortnite and, you know, the Call of Duty and uh, the sports games, all this shit. I was like, this is this is the the community the the world that they're growing up in right now. And so yeah, we really are kind of like, dating ourselves. We're like, we're looking back at time. We're like, this is what it used to be when they were you doing this and that. It's like, whatever, Grandpa, go to bed. Like, you know what I mean? no, fuck that. They need to know, like, hey, there wasn't always like, uh, what the hell is, I don't even know what the, the currency is called in Madden. There wasn't always Ultimate Team, guys. Like, you used to be able to just make a team, however you wanted, and you didn't have to pay for it. Like, that's the lesson that. It, we're trying to impart. I don't care if it makes me sound old. I liked it better when I didn't have to pay for my fucking team. I could just. Oh no! I mean, I I agree. I don't think I don't think that it's it's. We we should definitely try to spread the word to more and hopefully more people listening to this. If they're younger folks, they could kind of get the gist of guys. It used to be a lot better, but I mean, like I'm just saying that it's it's definitely dating us now. Like, like, I'm I'm fine being dated to a better time. Like I know, like I said, nostalgia goggles. That's a thing, but I honestly believe it was better when I wasn't having to pay for, you know, all these fucking weird things. You know, games were complete. 
they worked day one. They weren't just like skeletons. Like you could put a game in and it played start to finish. A glitch was a rare thing. It wasn't like, you know, <laughs> it yeah, wasn't like it is. Didn't exist. Yeah, you didn't have to pay. You didn't. You didn't have to buy a game and also have the internet connection for it. You could just play it. Uh-huh. That that, how about thing. buy a game like, and yeah. then buy the rest of the game? That is completely insane and new like jesus christ however i will say though like to not be so negative at this part because you know, we're trying to be positive some there has in this newer generation i will say things there are certain elements that are very good i will say that there there are certain elements that are just like a godsend in my at least from you know, playing the old ways and looking at it now where it's like, you know, cloud saves. Like those, like good, both good and bad because when the cloud's down, you're fucked. But I mean, like for the (laughs) most part though, like being able to, okay, like I have a character, like let's say, um, before, remember we had memory cards. We had memory cards. We had the the fucking, the hard drives and shit like that. And, you know, you still have, you know, you could you could save it on a hard drive for the most part, you know, and have those things. But the, the cloud save feature, like, I, I know there's games now where if you play on, like, PS4 and then you buy it on PS5, you, you have the same exact save file. Like, it just transfers over because it's like, yeah. it just knows. That's true. So, I mean, like, that's awesome. You know, that that's a cool that's a cool new feature of stuff. You know, we, we have a lot more accessibility to people having, you know, just, you know, just more. Because back in my day, we had the fucking shitty Bluetooth mics. Now we have, like, these awesome microphones that we could talk to people and hear shit. And, and of course, negatively say horrible, heinous things to each other. But, <laughs> and crystal clear 4K. But, yeah, no, it, it's... There's there's good and bad to see, you know? I, I To say that is completely doomed unless you do something, Seti. You know, I, I feel like... I hope, you know, maybe that is the case. But I to, to, to see it like that and put all my eggs... Like, I'm going to put a lot of eggs in your basket. Almost all of them, but I do. I'm holding out some sort of hope. I gotta, you know. Maybe it's foolish. Well, like maybe said, it's naive. Maybe it's cynical. I'm or just developers. I'm. I'm just talking about more about like maybe there's a developer out there that might just be like, you know what? Like, we got to return to form. I don't know. Maybe they're no, just they're, being optimistic. Bro, there's there's still a few. Like, look, seafood just came out. That was a really good game. Um, you know, there's small developers, slow clap. I know I keep kissing their ass but those are the guys i'm looking up to right now and um you know there's all kinds of little indie games that come out and small studios that are just you know working on passion projects that people believe in and are helping them kind of you know bring something into the world that's different i mean but at the same time there's also bad there too because if you look at like star citizen jesus christ yeah, I mean, so, it's, it's just blatant sometimes. Where it's like we are trying to oh. launder money. Like, <laughs> oh man, <laughs> shit, so bad, so 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 bad. But yeah, like, yeah, there, there's still a lot of good. I think it's just, you know, the big guys are just crushing us right now. They're they're you know they're they're holding us down, bro. Like. And we, we gotta find a way out of this shit. And yeah, of course, killer app aside, there's gotta be some other 
mechanism to give people back some some creative power here. Yeah, of yeah, course. Definitely, I think a good message to to spread here, I think, would be to definitely, folks, like if you are passionate about something, fucking for the sake of the whole future of the gaming industry, fucking go towards that passion of like trying to figure out how to make things better, how to fucking turn this ship around. Go to even though you may feel like you're just one per like SETI is not one person, but like join his army, you know, like be. You know, maybe not join the team because you want to do something like in a different direction, you know, but still be in that similar army. You know, we, we need a that that whole adventuring party. You know what I mean? You need the tank, you need the healer, you need the DPS, you know what I mean? Like fucking sure. come together, folks. And definitely like if, if even if you're working some fucking piece of shit just because you got to pay the bills type job, but you're really passionate gaming, fucking make it to where you put all your effort into that figure out how to make that passion become real figure out how to fucking you know work as much as you can and save up and do what you gotta do but like every every second like you're planning to escape from fucking prison you know what i mean like like <laughs> you're like you're uh tim robbins and shawshank you know time and pressures keep chipping away at that fucking wall and like just do it just fucking go out you know shia labeouf just do it fucking please <laughs> like we this, you know, call to arms, baby. Like, fucking come out there. Show us your dicks and fucking, like, fucking do what you got to do. And that's all I'm hoping for. I'm hoping that everyone just gets a little riled up and actually does some shit for once. Because, you know, yeah. we can only do so much. We can only do so much for us. You know, like I said, when I try to get people to share the podcast, it's like, you know, ho- hopefully it, it hits the ears of someone that will hear a message like that and be like, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to get a better speech because that speech was garbage. But I mean, like <laughs> I definitely want to be able to reach somebody though, that will, that like they're right in the cusp, you know, like there's someone that's just, okay. Like I, I, I have a little bit like, like Jeff where he, he likes the art, you know, he wants to do something. Like that. I was like, fuck it, bro. Like go out there, do some work, your job that pays the money and, and puts the food on the table. Do that. But every spare second that you got, work towards that that thing to make the industry better like it, it's the only thing we can do folks and then you know it's not gonna just like this podcast just like life just like growing plants it isn't gonna be an overnight thing you're not just gonna wake up the next day after you water the plant and it's like oh my god i, I have a bountiful harvest it's like you gotta do that shit every day you gotta fucking figure out what you gotta do you gotta actually have a plane you gotta actually you know take but measurements here, here, of the soil here's the thing that's gonna make it worth it though just make sure whatever it is that you're grinding at every day is something that you actually care about. That's what's gonna really make right, the difference. That they're passionate about, that they love, that the, this is their thing that they love to do. And if it's video game related, ten like ten since this is a video game related podcast, tenfold put all the eggs in that pan. Well, you know, every except for that one egg that get that keeps you employed. You know what I mean? Like keep the keep the one egg in the employment basket, and then put all your other eggs into the passion project of making the industry better. For sure. For sure, because if you're doing something, if you're doing it for something that you love, it's not going to feel like such a burden. You'll 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 be able to see much more clearly why you're doing it. Like, and you will be surprised, folks, like how fucking astounding you will become at something if you just keep at it. Like, I don't know, just just even shit that I don't. Particularly, like, I don't like editing this fucking podcast, but I'm getting pretty goddamn 
decent at it. Like, I still got to figure out the audio <laughs> parts. I'm sorry for the people who are listening in cars right now who are like listening to one part where like, what the fuck? They turn it up and then you laugh or I laugh. And they're like, oh my God, they fucking crash. I hope that doesn't happen. <laughs> but like, you know, well, it's, it's, I'm working on it. I'm working on it. All right. It, it, it'll, it'll happen. It'll be even, even keel, e- easy peasy pretty soon. Like we'll, we'll hoping that happens. But in the meantime, folks, definitely. Like you, you'll like I said, you'll be surprised how good you get, how fucking proficient you become, as long as you keep at it. You know, that's you know that that's probably just you know as cliche and bullshit as that fucking may sound. You know, no like, man, I think a lot of that cliche shit comes from like it comes from people who are experienced speaking to people who are inexperienced. Like you don't you don't believe it because you're so naive. You don't. You know, it sounds cliche, but it, that kind of shit does help people get through. Like, it really does, especially when you're, you know, fighting alone or, you know, doing something new that you never tried before. A lot of that cliche shit is actually straight up good advice. Like, <laughs> yeah, when you're younger, it comes off as, what do you know? Like, you know, you don't know me. <laughs> And you're not really thinking about how, you know, these words can help you. You're thinking more selfishly. But when you get it in your head to try to help someone else, it's going to be like, fuck. I, I do need to kind of listen to what some of these people are saying because they're right. It may be cliche, but no, do what you love. You know, fight every day. Like, it it, it does sound like bullshit, but it's actually not. <laughs> Because I always think about that when I'm when I'm talking on here and I'm like, if I was like you were saying, like way back podcasts ago, you know, if this is going to be like our 10th, I feel like this is kind of like our 10th. This is the 10th episode, but it's like that episode where we're kind of like doing like the remember back when we did the, you know, kind of like that episode of whatever in every TV show where they just do flashbacks. But going back to what you were saying before, like we were talking to our younger self. You know, or or just being able to say like I'm I'm trying to think of like all right, what shit do I gotta say that's really gonna be like oh this guy isn't talking shit, like oh this guy really has something important to say oh the, you know because I was that naive fucking kid that didn't listen to anybody that any like you know because I'm like you don't like you were saying like you don't know me you don't know what I'm going there man like you know but it's like fucking just shut up you little fuck like just I wish I could beat the shit out of myself sometimes because if I just listened to people that were you know trying to actually help me I'm, I'd be in a lot better place right now. Instead, I had to figure out the old, my myself the hard way, and Bro, now I'm here. That's but, life, though. Everybody you know, has to figure it out themselves. Like, you can't force them. You got to let them come to it. And they will come to it. There, it is going to come a point in your life where you're like, God damn it, I, I could be doing more, or I could be doing better, or this isn't what I want to be doing. Or You're going to come to a crossroads, and you're going to see, like, ah, oh, shit. I should have listened, and you're like, you know, you're gonna realize, like, all right, I still have time to turn this shit around, and I can do something, and you're gonna, and yeah, that's where all that cliche shit is gonna hit you, just like, god damn it, <laughs> right? Yeah, it's it's gonna hit you, but you gotta come to it on your own. That's the that's the journey, you know, that's the journey of life. Everybody goes through that shit. I hear everybody you. goes through it. So what, you want to do you another know, roll? Th- you want to do one more roll, bro, and then get the fuck out of here? Nah, I think we I think we gave the people enough of a little bonus part to keep them entertained. But uh, mm-hmm. before we do go, though, do do you have, like, one last bit of, like, 
I'm going to steal this straight up from Garantham because I love that man. But um, do you have any, like, advice? Like, if you were going to... Let's, let's end it on a high note because we did a lot of shit talking and, and fucking doomer, <laughs> doomer, doomer shit before. But if you were to have, like, to end the end this episode with one little, like, like little, I guess inspirational thing that you could say to someone like what what, what would that be said oh, besides the shit that we just said already all right just like one little like sum it all up type deal for episode 10 i would say um don't stress yourself that's the most important thing i think stress will fuck you up worse than anything so take it easy yeah, man I... <laughs> take it easy like yeah learning Jeez, you're talking to me right now oh my god <laughs> <laughs> take it easy on yourself like honestly put in the work but don't overdo it don't push yourself over the edge nothing is more serious than you being okay so don't go too far like push push hard fight you know when you have to but recognize when it's time to chill recognize when it's when it's 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 okay to just chill out sometimes like really go easy on yourself don't stress yourself don't let nobody else stress you and just let the good things come to you work for them work hard for them but not to the point where you're stressing yourself out like you know they always talk about work-life balance shit like that I think most of it just comes down to knowing when to stop and being like hey this is the pressure is way too high like this is not that serious like you just calm down <laughs> so recognize when you're feeling that stress and go easy on yourself man That that's a really important one I think okay I like it puts things in perspective for sure and then if I was going to end on one, maybe it's just, uh, it's, you know, of course, me and my fucking bullshit quotes. But it was a quote that someone said. I forgot where I even fucking heard it at this point because I feel like I just scroll through these inspiration. Like, even my Instagram even knows, like, oh, okay, let's give this shit some inspiration. There's a fucking blow his brains out today. <laughs> like, it's, um, Jesus. One of them was that really, really hit me and kind of encompassed a lot of different things that I've heard, especially from other friends of mine that I've talked to. Like, shout out to my boy, Pistache. Um, one of uh, the the things that he said to me was like, you know, make your make your inner kid happy, type deal. And to build up on that with the the quote, which was, whatever it is, be the friend, father, or you know, the friend, the parent, the whatever, the 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 mentor, the 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 figure, be the be that thing for that you wish you had when you were a kid. Right. For someone Be, else. Uh, yeah. Even, and even if it is for you for right now, because you know, you're no one's going to take care of you other than yourself. So if it's really like, if that dream is going out there and being a fucking knight, go and be that fucking, no matter how many people laugh <laughs> at you, go and fucking do it. So, you know, like it's, it's, yeah, be be the whatever that your younger self needed, because I mean, like it, you're you're gonna you're gonna definitely I feel even right now like if I was to my younger self looking at me 
now, I'd be like, okay, like he isn't, he isn't that bad. You know, it's this. This is a, a, a cool guy. I could trust this guy. So, and that's now. Back in the, back in the day, no, I would not say that one fucking bit. <laughs> but at least right now, I'm, I'm a little bit more even keel, a little bit more balanced out, a little bit more, you know, enlightened, a little bit more fucking level headed. I, I feel like now, definitely for sure, I'm I'm that person. You know, it's not I'm not not all the way done. There's still a lot a long way to go. But I feel like we're it's always a good start. learning, man. That's okay. I feel like it's a good start. But yeah, no, folks. Uh, again, thank you so much for sticking with us for ten episodes, and we're hoping we get through another ten and then another ten after that. We're just and fucking episode one hundred is gonna be fucking wild. Who knows yeah. where we're at? Who knows how worse I'm going to get? <laughs> so, like, <laughs> bro, that's my goal to just be objectively worse by episode one hundred, where we're just coming in, just fuck that, ah, oh, just screaming at each other. <laughs> I'm hoping not. music playing that's in the background. Right? We don't even Our care about the copyright shit. We're just fucking going off, yeah, right? Just going yeah, no, I'm this. hoping. I'm hoping that's not the route that we take, but nah, boy. Who, who the hell knows? <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. Well, thanks, folks. We're going to sign off here. Or, well, yeah. But, uh, please don't. Please don't. <laughs> I'm going to sign off here. If Seti wants to keep talking and, and you know, trying to spread no, some no. weird shit. Thank you, you guys. Ahead. Ten episodes in the can. Woohoo! Right. All right. We love Thank you guys. You. We'll talk. We'll see you guys next week. Over and out. Later, gamers.